0: Take a hug. You match your girl to the moon. She's dropping in the muddy, but they won't steal away now. Your girlfriend's safe yeah. at the moon. Gazation, the other UR's two are gayer.
1: Good morning, everybody. Go ahead. What were you I was going to say, well, once here. The once here. Yes. Uh, I am a host. I, my name is Marty. I'm, this is the Smodco uh, uh, Nooner podcast on the Smodco no, Internet Radio no, Network. No, and I am pathetic. No, uh, I know, I what was that?
2: That's how you open your fucking show. That's
1: exactly how I open my oh, fucking show. Jesus <laughs> Christ, are you in show business? It, no, I'm not. I'm oh, I clearly <laughs> run this rinky dink like you know podcast. Hey, hey, not a rinky dink. We are, uh, we are live. We are bringing you uh, comedy and information every almost yeah. every week, eh, and. Eh. <laughs> information uh, yeah
2: comedy is uh, it it comes and goes
3: yeah
1: uh introduce yourself guys oh uh i'm mickey and i'm a host
2: i'm steve and i am in the witness relocation
1: program uh actually his name is uh believe oh great they really believe Believe ruger yes (laughs) and you pulled out all the stops mm -hmm, there yep He's a landscaper who does landscaping in a three-piece suit. Landscaper, <laughs> a landscaper, a landscaper. Yes. Uh, what was uh, Steve Martin's role? Uh, what was his cover in My Blue Heaven? Do you remember that? I I don't know. It's a terrible movie. I've never seen it. It's terrible. Um, I'm sure people love it. Steve, do you love it?
2: I've never seen it, but he oh. is so fantastically miscast.
1: I that know. That
2: was the era of hey, it's about a mobster who doesn't fit in. In witness relocation, give me Steve Martin. Give me a guy right. with white hair who looks like he's like the state of Connecticut is one human being. Oh wow, I actually have to see this movie now. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. He
1: has the worst accent. It, it is like it is like Dick Van Dyke in yeah. Mary Poppins ty- bad. Like
2: wh- I dare say, it's up there with my friend Jeanette Goldstein who played Vasquez in no, Aliens. Yeah. like she's a tiny little freckled red haired Jewish
1: she gal. She was badass in Aliens
2: i'm um, not look, she was fantastic, but they did they not have Mexicans in the eighties they didn't know where to find them
1: yet, yeah, yeah, no uh, and see the Jews are in hollywood that's make, make America
2: proof. great again, go yeah, back to when yeah. they were hiring Jews to play mexicans <laughs>
1: um, i want to apologize send out a huge apology to Chris Miller for not being here last week. Uh, I was on vacation, and he was here in l a and we want him on the mic uh here so ste uh, and Chris, when you're back. We'll get you on. Um, and uh, while I was gone, I was in beautiful British Columbia, which is, by the way, beautiful. Have you been up there?
3: Well, it's, it's right in the title, beautiful British Columbia. I'd hope that it would live up to it, it. Yeah,
1: it is called the BBC. It's uh, the other BBC. Um, <laughs> I've it, not been up there, though. No. It, is, it is spectacular. There, the, in the summer, the sun sets at like 10. The temperature is just perfect. And then it's very woodsy there. Of uh, very woodsy, lots of spruces. Catching me. like and
2: what? Oh. What is British about it? And what is Columbia about it? It seems uh, like a weird pairing of words. That
1: is that is just old school colonialism. That, Columbia that Pictures
2: owns
3: half of it. And <laughs> the other <laughs> side is owned by British Craig, Airways, <laughs> the British Crown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, Latino people going? You know. Good day, governor. I uh,
1: mean, are they putting uh, bangers on tacos? Like, what's... Banger tacos, yes. Well, no, they have, uh, they have delicious fish tacos there, um, and they're made in a very sort of uh, uh, fish and chips ty- type of way. So, I think you're right. Um, but I encourage everyone to go to the, the island of Vancouver, Vancouver Island, the, Van- the island of Vancouver Island okay yeah it's uh it's pretty spectacular, but we got stuck there. There was one road that was uh that led from the town to the ferry and that was closed for a a day because of a an oil spill Um, so we're just trapped there, which was kind of cool oh you know for was an it, extra day
3: is the island like is it like a catalina island thing or no it's no very... it's a huge ass island oh okay
1: it's like the bigger than most states oh okay um and uh yeah, there's just a lot of woods, a lot of a lot of white people. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. So, uh, and while I was gone, Steve was very kind as to to uh, uh, house sit for me, dog sit, and trained my dog not to bark as much. Well done, Steve. Um, did you have a good time in L.A., Steve? Oh, I think we lost Steve. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Well. We'll go on without Steve. Uh, and Yeah, for the... We'll, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, there he goes. Uh, hold on, let me just get yeah, this guy noises are always good, sign. Yeah, where, what have you been up to, Mickey?
3: Well, so I was uh, just recently back in uh, Louisiana visiting family, so I just got back into the city myself uh, about a week ago now. Uh, that was uh-huh. fun. Got to visit the family, got to... M- my dad and I drove to Houston, saw an
1: Astros game, so, you know. Really? Yeah. And uh, the, do they still play in the Astrodome? Is that still a thing?
3: No, the Astrodome. It's uh, it's 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 now Minute Maid Park is the stadium there. But
1: did they rebuild it?
3: No, it's. I think it, they moved it or something. Uh. I'm not. I'm not super up on the history there. I think yeah. I think it, like used to be somewhere else in the city, but now it's
1: in a different place. Oh.
3: And Minute Maid bought that part, and they okay. were like, put a stadium here.
1: Got it. Yeah. Um. I don't, oh, oh, here we go. Steve, are you back? Steve? Are you back? Yeah, what happened? I don't know. God. I think we got I sent- was just
2: running my mouth, like, like nailing jokes left and right, and you guys were gone.
1: Oh, oh uh, how did you like uh, your visit to L.A.? Oh, it was, uh, I missed traffic. Yeah, Damn. that's what I missed in, in Vancouver Island. It really yeah.
2: is the highlight
3: when you leave, or yeah. when you come back. <clears throat>
2: Uh, yeah, I went to something called Playa del Rey or something, and oh. I didn't even know it existed. Like I thought I had
1: driven off the continent. I it, thought it is pretty I, isolated. Out, it's way out in in the west side. Yeah, and south, and man, it
2: just took forever. Lot, lot but luckily, of- we there's podcasts to listen to, like this one.
1: Oh yeah! Did you listen to the the back uh, catalog?
2: I'm all I'm all caught up.
3: Oh, oh good. good,
1: thank yeah. God. Uh, by the way, want to make can, sure you
3: can catch all the in jokes, you know?
1: Yeah, right. Like, how can you keep up? You right. know, Kruger's balls. How would you know what that is? <laughs> well, now um, I do. Yeah. You guys
2: are talking about my balls.
1: <laughs> Weird. Um, and if you want to join in the conversation, you can <laughs> follow us on Twitter. That's at Podcast, NoonaPodcast dot com, NoonaPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, Steve Erdley's listening in as well as Jane. And I went through Nanaimo, um, but then we ended up in Tofino, which is sounds uh, like some sort of place in the uh, in the Mediterranean. But it's you know just this cold, rainy place. Oh. Awesome. Uh, Senior Smoke Darren and uh, is also uh, listening in, and he's manning the. Uh, the Twitter, I mean the, the Tumblr page. So you can go there at uh, Noonapodcast.com.
2: dot There's like there's like twelve of us. It's basically an AA meeting where only three people three, talk. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah there are three <laughs> there are nine other addicts who are just like, Let me speak. <laughs> one the guy only,
2: dominating the
3: conversation. The only <laughs> let me
1: speak in one hundred and forty characters and oh. read every fifth one.
2: <laughs> I love it. Um, While I was in L.A., I had a meeting with a company, which is such a fucking cliche. I can't believe I said it, but I I, I pivoted away from what we were discussing because this company produced a movie in the late 90s or early 2000s that I was tangentially involved in, and the movie was called
1: Tiptoes – you know of this movie? Yes, we've I, we've mentioned it several times. On yeah, podcast. I met the people that produced I, it. I don't think Mickey knows what tiptoes. I is.
3: actually had the fortune of seeing tiptoes thanks wow. to our friend Cassandra. She, uh, oh, she loves that one. She loves it, and she showed it to me. And I have to say, it's uh, it's really a masterpiece. <clears throat> I think it's like Citizen Kane then tiptoes for me right it's now. It's from actually two thousand
1: three.
2: If you can, yeah, that. but it was made before. It sat around for a while, as I found out from the the guy that produced it. I think it's his only movie that he produced. He makes television and this was his big foray into um, making a movie and it is so inexplicably unexplainable. I, and really.
1: And do you want to just give the a quick rundown of what it is before we talk?
2: Matthew about McConaughey it. is a fireman Ma-ha-ha. for summer for some reason. And Kate Beckinsale is a woman. She is. And they're going to get married and she wants him to me- she wants to meet his his side of the family which is uh, they're little people. And uh, the, his brother is played by my boss at the time, Gary Oldman, who is not a little person and was on his knees and had a prosthetic head to make him sort of look like he has dwarfism. And,
1: and it is, he had uh, regular sized arms, I noticed.
2: Yeah, they didn't. Well. Uh, I, I did find out that the director was um, – Matthew high White. on speed the entire shoot didn't know where he was oh. um this was the first movie produced by this gentleman and last movie i sat in a tiptoes director's chair which was exciting oh man and i think there's like a the room slash disaster artist kind of like maybe a documentary or a ryan murphy behind the scenes like i my just from my perspective from working for gary oldman and reading the script and going, yeah, this is great. I don't know. It's great. And then these guys with their perspective, I, I mean, I think there's something there. Yeah. I mean, like
3: it's definitely a fascinating thing. I would, I would be interested in seeing how that came to exist because it is pretty inexplicable.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and Peter Dinklage is in it and I wonder...
2: oh Patricia Arquette is in it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this amazing cast and this movie that just doesn't
1: make sense. And I, I wonder uh, what he, how Peter Dinklage feels about it. Like it, it was one of his early movies, and I'm sure that he. F-
2: right back to Jeanette Goldstein as as a little person. They there there are little people actors, and they're quite good. And right. And but- Gary Oldman. On, I remember seeing him coming out of the trailer because they didn't want to redo the the leg thing, and I'm like, oh, this is dwarf on golf. Like this is, they're just sticking him on his knees yeah yeah that's that's not
1: he's not he didn't transform he didn't he shrunk himself down he's such a
2: great actor
1: but but like to be on set you know and to have to watch Gary Oldman play a little person and you're a little person right there yeah and you know you're early on in your your career you're around this sort of acting legend and you have to think like uh like I, I I mean this is so wrong but
3: But so inspiring. How I I ever
1: match this great performance? And I have my SAG card, finally. Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
2: didn't... uh, It was a touch of evil or whatever. Like, uh, What's his name? The the gun guy? Yes. uh, He played a a Mexican. And I think there are other Mexican actors in it. So they just put makeup on him and he just acted Mexican. That must have been
1: horrifying. Well, Anthony Quinn playing Zorba the Greek. It goes on and on. Uh, Yeah. But... um, Matthew Bright, the director, he was an original mm-hmm. member of Oingo Boingo, or the Knights oh. of the Oingo Boingo, so that probably tells you what, what sort of gonzo past he had. Um, and then he, uh, the, that was the last movie he directed, and yeah. Bill Wiener, who was the screenwriter, mm-hmm. Tiptoes mm-hmm. is his only credit.
2: So. Yeah, I think after that, you're done. They're like, there's the door. Right.
1: Thanks. Yeah. You've done all you can. Yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. You, yes, exactly. That the, your window of opportunity just got slammed shut and cemented over with bricks. Um, so earlier, Oh, go ahead, Steve. What were you going to no, say? No, that's it. Story over. All right. All right. Joke over. Um, <laughs> see that.
2: another inside joke,
3: another
1: inside yeah, joke. You
2: wouldn't get that if you hadn't. Yeah. Awesome I didn't get it. Thing. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I don't know my own references
1: Yeah. <laughs> earlier this month. Um, Every every first Sunday.
2: Oh, actually, uh, you know, it, it did remind me of something. I, oh, I stumbled across my vows. Which oh. were on an, an iPad, uh-huh. and I, I I didn't reread them because I I don't care for my work, but um, they did end with vows over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that, did you?
2: I said, yeah. I said, enough talking. Let's get married. Period. New new paragraph. Vows over.
1: But I I don't remember you saying that.
2: I it's in. I wrote it down. Thus, I said it.
1: I I have it on video, so I can. All right, it. fine. All right. Um, no, that's very funny. I think Check I was. Yeah, I was too busy watching. <laughs> Wondering when's he going to shut up? Yeah, no, <laughs> they were beautiful vows. All uh, right, they were great. And be uh, minus. No, no. Um, <laughs> I found I wore my wedding suit for the first time. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and I found my vows in my pocket and yeah, it was really You
3: funny. guys, this is so sweet.
1: Yes, yeah, so this is the this joy you have to look for, forward to when you're in your mid-40s. Yeah. Um, just
3: finding my vows
1: lying around. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, we lost Steve again. Did we? No. No, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm just bored. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We are talking about you and your vows. Uh, earlier this month, a 12-year-old girl in um, named Savannah in Utah oh. uh, was giving testimony in her Mormon church. And, and they do that. They just sort of open it up uh, from time to time, and, and people can go and give offer testimony. And so she was giving um, thanks to God and all that stuff, and she gave thanks to being a lesbian. And she said, uh, God loves me just this way because I believe that he loves... Um, just this way because I believe that he loves all his creations. Wrong. At that point, <laughs> the church officials turned off her microphone, and she yes, kept good, talking good. into dead air. Um, yes, showed her the door. Yep, yep. I was about saying,
2: did they rushed the stage, or did they
1: just? No, like, they, kind they of just like, turned it off and let her off. And
2: and they I, had one of those X's when you get the wrong uh, guess on um, family, family Feud. feud. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Mormon lesbian <laughs> 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 survey says <laughs> um, last week Peter. Peter Butera, a valedictorian at Wyoming area high school. What state do you think Wyoming area high school is?
2: Okay. This is Utah,
1: Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah. It's like, why would they call it? Anyhow, get it
2: together. America.
1: There's I know. <laughs> Stay in your
3: States. There are boundaries for a reason. <laughs> um, I was like one guy
1: from Wyoming moved
3: there. He's like, I really have to keep my
1: culture. you guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but who moves from Wyoming to Pennsylvania to set up a township, you know? like uh, you know. I, I, what do I know? That's John.
2: literally a lateral move. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I don't know. I hear Wyoming's beautiful. Um, but you're an expert at so, setting
3: up townships at that point. You've already set up so oh, many. Right. You've built guess, the whole uh, state of
1: Wyoming. You're John Wyoming. <laughs> and I'm going to name this place Wyoming area. <laughs> um, so this Peter Buter was a valedictorian at uh, the high school. And he was delivering his graduation speech where he started to criticize the administration for being too authoritarian and saying that the students uh, in student politics had no ac- actual power. And at that point, the principal pulled him off stage and said, that's enough. And he was shut down. Mm. Um so if kids
2: only had a way to express themselves outside of live mics,
1: I know, I know. <laughs> well, no, this brings me to the, the, the re- most recent Supreme court's uh, decision. Metal Mattel, Mattel V Tam, Mattel V Tam. Um, there's this um, Asian American band in Portland, Oregon called the slants. And they play what's called the, uh, what they call Chinatown dance rock. Um, and when they saw that there were other bands called the Slants out there, they filed for a trademark to to protect their name, and they were rejected by the trademark office under a clause in the Lanham Act, uh, which prohibits any trademark that could disparage or bring into contempt or disrepute any person's living or dead. And what that basically means is that if a trademark is offensive to certain people, it will be denied. Um, but Steve, you you followed this, right?
2: Well, I listen to a podcast because I was fascinated because I'm quasi-racist uh, towards Asian people yeah, as I listen to uh, the, old, hey, hey, the old...
1: Don't don't narrow it down that much. You know?
2: <laughs> well... Semi-quasi. Uh, semi. Yeah. I, I do a very off-color uh, yeah, but, but impression of Asian people.
1: You ex- which, uh, you've expanded it to you know your racism uh, racist A, little, a
2: little bit, yeah. Jews and blacks and yeah. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. You've got to yeah. dabble. You really have to see what's out there for the racists. Uh, so they wanted to trademark, trademark their name so they could sell swag and the someone at the trademark office said that's offensive
1: denied and, and they took it to court basically, they said that it's offensive to Asian people and they are Asian. and these people are Asian, so and they're Very, it it's hard to offend an asian i yeah noticed. and I think his name is simon tam uh the the front man um, he was basically saying. You can't tell us what's offensive to us. Right. right. We'll we'll let you know. <laughs> and the whole point of the name is to sort of take it back and and I mean I don't even know nobody has ever called me a slant. Honey, yeah. have you ever been called a slant? No. It's just <laughs> not It's a, not even a good. It's like Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Uh, if
3: someone yeah i would have to be like what are they talking about and then it'd take a minute because i had to, like when you said it at first i didn't even it right. didn't even occur to me
2: yeah slope i mean that's what i'd go hey hey hey, <laughs>
3: hey
1: hey 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 Hey, listen will, i will land him out i'm a part
2: of the minority that you just say what i am and you put a little heat on it a little mustard on it and it, it's offensive you just you say oh he's a jew that's one way and you say he's a jew yeah you know what you know what i'm saying so
1: he him jew (laughs) jew um but this came (laughs) up to the court and and yeah i mean it's so weird but i i get it because it's because asian people's eyes are slightly slanted i guess so i guess so it's
2: like calling a black person
1: black black dark Mm, i don't know i i think it's about the usage I don't. I've never heard it being been used except for maybe in the you know back in the eighteen fifties. I was
3: trying to think of like when I watched Deadwood, like if anyone said that, and I was like, I really can't think of like an instance, but maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, Uh, and I guess there are lots of different uses of slant. I mean, slant is like an angle thing, and you know, um, I thought it was going to be
3: like a cool math band at first.
1: Yeah, and so what Simon Tam said is he said that kids when growing up. Um, kids would pull back their eyes in a slant eye gesture and make fun of us. And I wanted to change it into something that was powerful, that was considered beautiful or a point of pride instead. Um, so, what was the decision, Steve? I didn't get uh, that far. They, they won. Oh, oh. So who won? The the slants did.
2: The slants won, but it, it brings up the question of the uh, the Washington Redskins, who people are, are upset about their name, and it's like it's. It's. It, I think a, it struck a chord for free speech. Like, yeah, it's. I guess to some people, Redskins is offensive, but you, the the government can't sort of declare. Well, you can't say that word because that's offensive. Yeah. To some,
1: I I guess what it gets comes down to is is that there is a sort of discriminatory neutral stance that the government that the the First Amendment has, so that if Speech is is hateful towards one group, um, that can't be censored right. under under the Constitution mm-hmm. because th- then you could use that defense to silence anybody. Right. Basically, you can just say, you know what, you know your that thing you said offends me, and and I, as a person uh, who lives right here at this moment right now, I. Find that disparaging, right? So.
3: Internet trolls figured this out like fifteen years ago.
1: Oh, completely, yeah.
2: So Redskins is is alluding to the fact that Native American skin is a little darker and redder than the Europeans. Like our our pink skin, right? It's not the it's not the meanest thing you can say. I mean, I don't I don't approve of it, but it's not the worst. It's like saying the black skins, you know, you know those those you know African Americans that live in our neighborhood, the black skins, like. Yeah, no. It, it does. It, it feels like your grandfather's saying it, and you're like, eh. it, it, "It does have an old
3: timey ring to it." Of like, mm-hmm. this is a little uncomfortable, but like, it, you could be doing worse.
2: Um, I had a black friend in high school. This oh, is not, that's good. i yeah, one. Yeah. No, no. Uh, several actually. And he came to my door when my uh, elderly racist grandfather was living with me and my dad, and left a message for me. And I remember my grandfather when I was 14 saying, uh, a, "A colored friend of yours came by." And I went, oh, what? And it first? was just because he saw a black guy and went, oh, it's, that was just his word. And I don't think he meant anything by it.
1: And you know what? You you couldn't h- sue him for saying that. And oh, that, I tried. I was, we well, were in the
2: courts, so I was writing up until his death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yet, Fuck every Sunday, out for Chinese food.
2: Out for Chinese. Um, Chet Kruger versus Steve Kruger the a case of, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the, what this comes down to is that people – have a right to be offended but they can't do anything legally about it if somebody says something to you offensive right. and um in the previous two cases one being a church the other being a school those they have a right to because they're governed by those rules of that organization but in a, in the sort of open market of of trademarks you can't do that right. so the government
2: and also shame like on sleep. her you're a mormon it's time to get a new religion
1: well i i guess here's like what it had blame her had the slants (laughs) been called had they said oh you know we're going to take it back we're going to call ourselves the chinks that would be that would be they would not get people coming to their shows yeah
2: that's that was a rougher one
3: (laughs) right exactly
1: but my point is that the market speaks. Yeah.
2: So. Oh, I remember what they you called Asians in Deadwood. They called them celestials, which I found just what poetic celestials. It's kind of, that's puzzling. what, that's what Swearingen called them. It had to do with religion and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like I, I remember looking it up, but it's, I, I want to be called a celestial. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's call me a celestial from now on. Yeah.
2: Oh, I behind your back. I do. Oh, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's so funny. I've never heard that before. Really wow, well,
2: honey, I'm talking to that celestial and that other comic. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He, uh, I think he's a Jew. Is uh, it
1: anyway? But, no, he's French. What's up?
3: I'm sorry. Um, so is it celestial? The what the like the old gods in Marvel comics are called? Isn't that a thing? I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Asian's doing pretty well. I, I uh, <laughs> let's see. But would I, I would like that? That it
0: sounds was, it amazing. Was used a as a, r- a
1: racial slur in the 19th century. So. Uh, um, Celestial Empire, meaning more or less the Empire ruled in court, wow, it goes wow, go ahead, go, go figure uh, yeah
2: milch doesn 't phone it in he doesn 't just go
1: slant or slope he 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 went deep yeah, good for him uh, <laughs> but my the other point is just like let the market handle it you know uh, in in that case, so if they call themselves a chinks that they're going to have angry people mobbing their their stage, right. you know and and then i feel the same way about the redskins like i find it a very offensive um name and i will never be a fan of the redskins if they're as long as they have that title right. uh and other people can do what they want and you can and and you can be free to protest that and i think what in the case of the the those the valedictorian and the mormon lesbian they, what, they, what did they do when they were silenced? They went to the press and the valedictorian. He was like, "That couldn't have gone any better." Yeah. <laughs> like, because I was complaining about them being authoritarian and they shut me down. He he was just like, he was that you know that's a huge win for him. Like right. it, they proved his point. And with the Mormon thing, it, it sheds light on Mormons and and their very restrictive views on sexuality. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, the Mormon Church was huge behind shutting down the uh, the first uh, gay marriage bill in California, Proposition Eight, mm-hmm. and they spent millions of dollars to try to and and successfully stopped it. Yeah,
2: um, here yeah. yeah, it, 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 there was something about religion that bugged me the other day. Uh, I, I can't remember. It was some about a bathroom bill. Oh, it was a St. Louis Cardinal or plays baseball in st louis an ex-player wanted to give a speech about the bathrooms at the stadium because he's religious and people were saying he shouldn't be allowed to talk and he was basically anti-gender neutral bathrooms right and i just i i there's nothing in the bible and i've read it forward and backwards but where you take a shit, other than you shouldn't take a shit. That's in <laughs> Leviticus. Like you're, you have to hide for five days after you poop. But I just wish someone would come out and say, it, 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 "Don't hide behind religion. Don't hide behind the Bible. Just say, I don't like these people, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want them near me. And, and like, okay, like at least I would respect that, right? Right? I but don't what agree with it. What but. they're
1: saying is they don't want to. They don't want your ideas to flourish at all, and that is very anti democratic.
2: Just say I don't like gay people.
1: Like, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, All um, right. You don't have to like them. It, oh, you, you,
1: yeah. Go ahead. That's it.
2: Um, I just wanted to say I don't like gay people. It's fun. <laughs> Noted <laughs> and recorded. We're clipping that for later. Yeah. Yep, I um, do not like gay people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can't take that out of context. You want, a, you want a clean one? Yeah.
2: I do not like gay people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you talk over Three, two, one. And, I love gay okay. people. I'm kidding.
1: Um, Some of your best friends, you had a, a gay friend in high school?
2: Me? Yeah. Fuck no, I'm not a fag. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. When <laughs> you say fag, worse it's worse. a cigarette. I was thinking you? about
1: that today. Like, you can't... Like, Dan Savage, Shh. you know, he had... you Do you follow Dan Savage at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the, the sex advice column. And originally, people would send letters and say, Dear Faggot. And, you know, that was what he in, welcomed. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, he had to stop that. And we don't use that term... I'm sure maybe some people do but like around here it's not used i think and, if you use it, you kind of have to put on a
3: cockney accent
1: like right and say, say sparrow we, could you use sparrow i'm not gonna yeah, say i've it, got because i'm uncomfortable <laughs> oh my god i love it i love it um hey i just wanted during all this whole talk about the slants we should actually listen to a little bit of slants music and see what it sounds like
2: i bet it sucks <laughs>
0: all
1: right so they're the asian Franz ferdinand then, yeah basically
3: i was gonna say kind of throwbacky Franz yeah. ferdinand was like throwbacky when they were around so this is double throwbacky sure
1: uh, well, I hope I wish them success. I, they got a lot of help from the ACLU and, and Asian Law Alliance. Um, so,
2: yeah, I mean they they hold they, they go to like these anti Asian defamation rallies. Like it, it they're not just like a band that wanted this explosive name, like the Dead Kennedys or whatever. Like, oh just, my God, you can't say that. They, they they're actually trying to undo what that lead singer went through when kids made fun of him. So right. I, I support them and respect them. Oh, absolutely, them and, it's yeah. great. Uh um, not gonna listen to that album.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I actually kinda liked it, but it was very throwbacky.
0: y
1: Yeah. Looking. Yeah, their their new album is called The Band That Cannot Be Named or some, mm. or something like that. Um, what is it? like, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Was like so is that like a Voldemort reference too? Or are they uh, Yeah, I think I think
3: that's it. So they have like uh and well, they have like an Asian Voldemort on the
1: cover. Is that a thing? Did you ever see The Wanderers? Steve, did you ever see that Ken Wong? No, no. I don't think I've seen that. It's either. like a gang movie, I, um, and there's an Asian gang in it, and you know, it's like a fifties gang, like a, a, a whatever a retro movie, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. period piece. And uh, there's an Asian gang, and they have uh, they save like the other gang, the main gang, you know, when they have their big rumble, and their whole thing is like, don't fuck with the Wong's. So <laughs> um, that's what I say. <laughs> don't don't fuck with the slants there you go how's <laughs> that uh yeah
3: we, we we went a little distance for
1: that one i'm not gonna lie uh, to you I, well that's that's the way i roll <laughs> that's a lot right. of
2: shoe leather for uh, <laughs> a bunt that's why we
1: that's why we're top 10 on the. wait what oh, oh. so where have you been mickey besides okay. besides um being in louisiana
3: i've been well so I missed like a couple of weeks there for random. I had like my sketch show and then Oh, how'd that go?
1: It went well. It was fun. Good. It was good. Yeah. Uh
3: funny, learned a lot and you know, good times. What did around. you learn? Uh just how to do comedy better always.
1: When it bends, it's funny. When it breaks, it's not funny.
3: Right, exactly. I just had a bunch of like uh Mel Brooks quotes popping up into my brain throughout the whole experience. I was like, Oh right. When I break my hand or when I break my finger, it's a tragedy, but when you fall into a manhole and die, it's comedy or whatever that quote is.
1: Don't know it, but Um, sure, cool. (laughs) Never Um, mind.
3: Um, But yeah, so I've been doing that. Went to Louisiana. um, That was two weeks. So I think that's that's all the times that I've missed. Uh, Other than that, like I finished the sketch show and the class that I was taking all at the same time. So I took the past two weeks off to just basically play video games and not do anything. Which games? Uh, So I've been playing same as always. Here's the storm, Overwatch, all that
1: jazz. Wait, here's the storm. Heroes of the storm. Oh, Heroes of the storm. That's right. right uh wait here's the storm that's a team-based game right and it's it's like dota yeah
3: it's like dota it's a moba game
1: Uh oh and then um and then overwatch so so all online games right yeah
3: because honestly i have hated online games my whole life so i feel like now i'm paying off on that because i found two that i like
1: Uh uh-huh what makes you like them more than others
3: uh just i found them i think i don't know i've i don't really have like very fleshed out opinions on them they both have like a lot of characters and i like things that have like a lot of characters and lore that i can dig into and things like
1: that so but uh, like overwatch is like this isn't that just like a twitch game like like i mean you have to be really fast like where do you get in the story
3: oh well so you have to like go dig and other things so it's it's not really in the game itself except for like in little character lines i see but you know when when you know the things you get to be like oh yeah they said are you good I'm not. No, not at all. Do you yell at your screen? No, but people yell at me. <laughs> people are very mean to me in Overwatch. What was the worst thing that someone said to you? I just, you know, all the terrible things that I won't repeat. You know, no, like what? I refuse. <laughs> oh come on. Well, okay. I mean, like the British cigarette we have we touched on earlier that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, oh. you, get, you get a lot of the answer.
2: Par- parliament. Yeah, Parliament. <laughs> parliament. You motherfucker.
3: <laughs> That's a
1: good one. <laughs> I was um, um so for some reason our, our feed is quiet but just oh, turn up your mics uh, or turn up your speakers everybody um I'll, I'll choke up a little bit more here yeah
3: but yeah it's uh um yeah I'm, I'm not good at any video games but I like playing them and so I had 2 weeks off so that's kind of what I did and now i'm actually this week i'm getting back into things and having meetings with companies as well oh that's very exciting
1: uh, that's where cassandra is today i think she's meeting with a company
3: yeah she's 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 been super busy lately that's awesome i've been trying to get her for a minute to because we're working on that script together but we've both been so busy it's been tough
1: yeah busy playing overwatch
3: well i've been busy playing Yelling overwatch at, and she's getting yelled at by busy. 13 year olds <laughs> oh yeah no the 13 year olds hate me <laughs> yeah
1: that's awesome uh do, <laughs> did you well chris miller was at e3 and uh, steve you were there too right i was next door yes well you
2: didn't go I in didn't, i didn't go in i was i had a lot to do and um i've taken like a couple of years off from video games so i'm not i'm not that jazzed on video games
1: um but what, did you follow any of what was at e3
2: uh, I followed the Xbox show that the wife worked <laughs> on, and that's fun. Right. Um, she's she's like now good friends with the CEO of Xbox, and every fucking time she works for him, I go, "Where's our fucking free Xbox?"
1: Oh yeah. Where's, but you're a, you're you still have your PS3, right?
2: <laughs> I have a PS2. Yeah, I have a PS3, and I would love a free Xbox. I'd probably start playing again if I could get. I don't know, 100, 200 t- games in an
1: Xbox. Yeah, I don't think that's a lot to but, ask for. Hook yeah. me up, dude. Um, why why didn't she ask for one?
2: Uh, she's does not know how to work situations. Oh, also, she
1: doesn't give a shit about Xbox. And, and,
2: and, and how does it benefit her other than, why are you sitting in front of the TV playing another game?
1: Yeah, for anybody who's listening, who's in on um, the Xbox or and into E3. Let us know what your highlight was, Chris Miller. Um, he said that, and
2: I'm, str- I'm strangely—they they, they did have a new racing game, and I am not into cars at all. I mean, not like you. You're 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 not into cars
1: to some fantastic level, but I I love I racing. Love games, I my Honda Fit 2008. <laughs> so fuck you. You don't know shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. I had a rental car that was a Honda Fit up there. I could not have been happier. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: I can imagine you seeing the Honda Fit and getting so excited and yeah. like jumping up and down in the parking space.
1: Honey, how excited was I to drive the Honda Fit?
2: <laughs> yeah. Leave that poor woman alone. I know. <laughs> she poor, she poor suffered woman. enough.
1: She's trying to live her life. Uh, so Need for Speed Payback, that's the one?
2: No, like For, for rent, Forza? Forza. For Forza. Something with an F. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm in.
3: See, I'm, I have the same relationship with sports games, like I, especially basketball games. I don't really watch basketball, but I love basketball video games so much because you can like, you know, make your own team and do all the little things. It's fun.
2: I don't understand. I remember playing Tiger Woods golf, like, and beating it, like beating Tiger Woods, playing a character and playing enough rounds of golf and building my skills. And I have, I hate golf. Wow, not fascinating. I know, I've, I've never played know a golf game. Uh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. I hate Tiger Woods. Uh, <laughs> oh.
1: it, FIFA is like a huge video game, right? I'm right? um, obviously FIFA's huge. Uh, at work, people play FIFA all the time. Yeah, and I I'm watching it, and it's like this is just as boring. It, it, like <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like it, it's pristine. The players look amazing. The action is spot on. Right. It is so fucking dull. Mm. Uh, I can't. I can't get into it. But.
2: Yeah, they should add like fights to it or something. Like some st- oh, stuff yeah, that yeah. doesn't actually happen. Yeah, like, there was a
3: hockey game that I
1: used to have
3: uh, on. I think it was on N64 that you could start fights in. And yeah, that was the coolest shit.
2: But I really want to. Cycling game, you know, where like you you, know, you do steroids and you right. ride like Tour de France for three days. You start fights on the bikes. You
3: start fights and <laughs> you, you like break your chain off and hit the other guy with it.
2: Um, I hope Xbox comes out with Boston Marathon. I'm really excited. You know, you you basically hit X, you know, for 26 miles, and then a bomb goes off at the end. Oh, actually, oh too soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I left. <laughs> I mean, at the fucking finish line, I I ran the Boston Marathon once. It's... uh, You did? When I was a kid, yeah. I grew up in Boston, and I was a runner. So you run the Boston Marathon. I mean, when I I I turned that corner and went by the... Hello? Yeah. That's the last thing you want is a bomb going off.
1: Oh, yeah. That's,
2: That's a dick. Those guys are dicks.
1: Well, they should make a cycling game or where you have to pee in a cup afterwards and, and try to, like...
2: <laughs> right. Do, like, like, literally, and mail it in to, to the, uh, <laughs> the, the Act- Activision. They're like, no, oh, it's I'm sorry. Just, uh, just test pure, positive for cocaine MDMA. and just, Oh, wait, no, that was... Uh, it
1: just Powerade and Cheetos. That's yeah. all we got from this <laughs> pee test. Like, over here are the servers, and there's the piss room. So <laughs> There is a, a game that was at E3 called Sea of Thieves, where you actually have to sail and it's a multiplayer game so people oh, have I saw that one yeah people have to like you know batten down the hatches as yeah. they're going and like and like repair the hull as they're going along like so that it is a real time game I like flight simulator like people love that game like mm. microsoft flight simulator and they'll spend hours just like horizon steady yeah it's turn on autopilot so i can go take a dump yeah i Sometimes i don't get video games. I almost
3: don't get the video games I play, so i can like I can get into not being super into video games, but it's just it always pulls me back in just gently
1: uh, Tyson's been playing don't starve that's a, a, a sort of a indie like uh, adventure game that looks good huh?
3: um Oh, I watched people play all of Undertale on YouTube, but oh, I yeah? didn't play it. But Undertale is really cool. <laughs> I,
1: I started playing it. I have it. I I played it for one night, and it was super funny and and cool. Yeah, I liked it. that yeah. was.
3: I enjoyed watching it, but I was like, I'm never going to play this game. Let's be real.
1: It's pretty wacky. Did you ever yeah. play uh, Ultima? No, it's mm. no, it's a, sort of um uh, old '80s game. Uh, what What did you play, Steve? That what was the last game you played?
2: I was at that button mash in LA. I think I played an old school arcade game at Rampage, which oh, I think yeah. they're making
1: into a movie, of course. Oh, just big monsters. Big
2: uh, what, yeah, what yeah. do they
1: call the Japanese monsters? Kaiju?
2: Kaiju. 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 Um, I have noticed that the hipster millennials are into 80s like arcade games. It's kind of funny.
3: Um Yeah, I I, I had well, so I had older brothers, so as a as a sort of hipster millennial, I Whenever I see them, sort of,
1: total. Excuse me. Whatever trekker to- hat
3: totes. Totes. Uh, when whenever I see the the Turtles in Time Ninja Turtles arcade game, I always got to pick that one up, or the Clone Simpsons one that they made. Uh,
1: yeah, I- I'm really looking forward to the the next uh, South Park game. That'll be good. But yeah, I like um, I like pinball machines. That's my thing. Ah, yeah. Uh, Steve, did you see Wonder Woman?
2: Not yet. Is it good?
1: Uh, I saw it this weekend, and it is great. It is awesome. Um, it, it, it was just, it made me so happy. I was just like, and the action is great. Robin Wright is in it. I didn't know she was in it. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch her in, in Santa Barbara back in the 80s <laughs> when she was like 19, um,
2: just like from from across the room.
1: No, no, <laughs> you can watch it was, her. It was, a, it was a, go to Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. It was a. It was a soap opera.
2: It, oh, it, you weren't in the city of Santa no, Barbara. Like I, I'm just here to watch. Uh, a van with Robin Wright Penn. Yeah, no, go to college.
1: I had. A, She's a cr- doing really well in bio. I had a crush on a girl, and she watched Santa Barbara, so I started watching it to have something uh, to talk about, and uh, then it was like. Screw her! I'm watching Robin Wright.
2: <laughs> I just binged the latest season of House of Cards, and I want to see her boobs real bad. Like, I, I got to the point Jeez. where I was going to pause and, like, has she shown her boobs? I need to see them. Like, I am so into Robin Wright Pen.
1: I uh, just, just Robin Wright these days. Oh, right, she divorced. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's right. That's but right. it was really, it was just so well done, and like, it hit all these. Uh, sort of social commentary points without hammering him too too hard on the head um, and she 's great like I'm, i i don 't think she 's the best actress in the world, but she 's like and she 's she 's like,
3: really good at this she, kind of thing she's though. completely she 's a jew uh, oh, true. she does this weird thing
1: <laughs> if you see her standing she 's always standing with like in as Wonder Woman with her her arms slightly out and behind her. It's this weird thing that she does, but, and I mm. couldn't, that was really distracting, but, and also she's very pretty and that's distracting as well. <laughs> but, uh, but she's great in it. She's like, she's like not like someone who you think like, what is she doing? You know, why is, you know, Jennifer Garner, well, not Jennifer Garner, but like, I don't know, like she's, Robin Wright, Robin Wright, no, no, no Young she Robin was, Wright. yeah, Robin Wright in this was just, she was badass. Um,
2: uh, and, women can direct films.
1: Oh, was that a woman director?
3: Uh, Patty Jenkins, right? Oh, okay. I was like, uh, never mind you guys. Cool. I was all excited because I knew something.
1: (laughs) You jerks. uh, Yeah. And there was a big whole stink where last week, the 2006 script that um, Joss Whedon wrote for Wonder Woman was leaked Mm. out. Yes. Uh, Did you follow that? Steve
2: I I read like 30 pages of it and I just got bored.
1: Yeah, I I don't He's he's kind of boring. Well,
2: it it's got all his little wink wink one-liners. Yeah. Yeah, which is like,
1: which was served him well, you know. Yeah,
2: it just it feels a little uh, he's not the right guy for it. Well,
1: yeah. They Clearly. The right. internet just got crazy because they called it like the most sexist like appalling thing ever because It's told from Steve Trevor's point of view and how he introduces her to the world, and it's and she's referred to as the girl and is shown as like described Mm -hmm. as being curvaceous but taut as a drawn bow, and um, that line's hilarious. Yeah, and she's barefoot and she's like sort of like this empty shell that gets filled by Steve. uh, Steve. Trevor, or whatever his name is. Steve Trevor, yeah. and wake up from
2: Steve Austin.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> now, why didn't they just make two Wonder Womans? One for, for gals, Yeah, and then one, one for us.
1: Yeah, with um, some... Talissa
2: Soto or something like. That.
1: Oh my God, that's a callback from nowhere. <laughs> Talissa Soto like has that. not been said. Like those two words have not been put together this year.
2: I've been waiting forty eight minutes to say Talissa Soto.
1: <laughs> which James Bond? Which Bond girl was she? Like? I don't
2: know. I, but we, you know, you get some sort of. Uh, uh, you know, it's maximum one hundred risk right, right. winner, like a,
1: hun- like a ninety-five pound, like like <laughs> supermodel who's just like
2: <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay and, and uh, Steve Trevor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you oh. was Wonder Woman for a second.
1: That uh, yeah, that's no. a
2: good idea. Re- release it for and then have men-only screenings. Mm.
1: But in Joss Whedon's defense, like that, this was ten years ago, and not saying that, that like. Sexism was rampant. And he's a man, then. but he's a man, and he's writing it from the perspective of a fanboy who probably, you know, read the George Perez like Wonder Woman, where they're all like all bodacious and everything like that. Like she was.
2: Like, what is the other major studio film starring a female superhero? What's that other one? Supergirl. Mm, that was like the eighties. Yeah. 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 Slater. It, it, they don't exist. So he's just responding to the marketplace of yeah. 10 years ago, which is it's, this is a movie for, for boys. So the main character does not need to be wonder woman. She right. needs To be a, a bit of a, yeah, I was an empty
1: shell, and he's a huge fan of this current Wonder Woman. He's tweeted about it a bunch, so I I don't think he did anything wrong.
2: Well,
3: I think I think I mean it also kind of just reading what I wrote read of it, it reeked of like producer notes. Also, like he he put his little Joss Whedon-iness on it, but like I could totally see a producer note being like put it in from the dude's perspective. And it's also like, I mean, Joss Whedon wrote a shitty script like 10
1: years ago. Like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? It didn't get made. Like, people are like, we don't care for this. Fun so, the
3: shit on, but like, it's also not a big deal. Yeah,
1: exactly. And
2: people should be protesting this Robert De Niro movie from last year called Dirty Grandpa, which oh. I watched 10 minutes of. And- Why? Uh, because someone said, you got to see this. It's the end of his career and it's filmed I mean, he's literally like jerking off to porn on camera, like De Niro. Ugh. Ugh. Like it, and it's just the most sexist, homophobic, not funny. Uh, it, it's it, it almost needs to be studied, yeah. and it's also the the end of a man's career.
1: Well, it, I'm sure he got at least Warren
2: Beatty did Bullworth and then just went bye bye. You're done.
1: <laughs> Wait, he's done something since then, hasn't
2: he? And he he did a movie about. Howard Hughes that no one cared
1: about. Though. Oh, I don't care oof, about that. Goodbye.
2: Um, Gene Gene Hackman was in uh, you know, uh, Royal Tenenbaums. One other thing here, there, and then,
1: bye bye. Yeah, he officially retired and is just writing. Officially notes. retired. Yeah,
2: De Niro is he's masturbating to porn, like in the first ten minutes. Zac Efron catches him. He's like, oh, give me a second. Finishes and grabs tissues to wipe up his cum. That's the man was in deer hunter.
1: <laughs> so back to Wonder Woman. I um, should have
2: shown that clip of him at the Oscars, the
3: jerking yeah. off clip. Oh
1: yeah. yeah, That's what they'll show in his in memoriam. I can't That'll wait. Start off with that. Be like he had a
3: fun side too. That one time he jerked off. <laughs>
1: uh, but like Wonder Woman, back, no seriously back to Wonder Woman, like is, was created by a man like this guy, Marston, who's, who was in a polyamorous relationship, was into fetish porn, and created Wonder Woman like in that sort of vein. Um, I mean, he was a progressive guy. I don't think he was like this sexist weirdo, but he, it was, there was a sexualization of Wonder Woman clearly back then. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. very Betty Page esque. Sure. Um,
3: so I'm down with it being toned down now for, yeah. the, for the No, no, no. I, and yeah. I,
1: I feel like they, they took a, a, a sexist uh, peg and put it in a, Progressive whole, yeah, and uh, I, I just—it made me think. Like, there are no known, like, huge superheroes that were that were uh, created by women.
2: Yeah, women can't write.
1: It's true. No, they I can mean, direct. There they are can act, a ton. There they can't write. There are several very uh, prominent, like, mainstream uh, comic writers, but not none, none have created like any memorable. Uh, well, I can I can tell you right now. There's um, there's a, a list of superhero comic characters created by women, uh, like Green Fury from Super Friends Twenty Five. Um, let's see, Mary uh, the, the Mortician. Oh, that one sounds cool. DC, yeah. Um, Quill, Richter, Rockslide, Skids. Okay, those sh- aren't real. You made those just up. Shits his pants. <laughs> from X Factor uh, number seven, Steel Surge. I,
3: Are these all '90s X-Men? Because that's what it sounds like right now. Uh,
1: Terra three. I think Terra one and Terra two were better because they were made by men. Mm. Uh, Wither, Wind Dancer, Ultra Girl. Yeah, I, I'm just. I, I I think it's. It's hard to have, get excited about, or, or not excited, but. Uh, the, it, the comic book mainstream comic book canon has been created by men, and I think it'll be a generation before we see, like, a fully like created by, written by, directed by, uh, comic book.
2: Well, movie. because the audience was men, no, for the sure. most
1: part, yeah, boys, that's,
2: boys, that's, that's, yes,
1: yeah. who, I think, a thirty-five-year-old
2: woman doesn't really have the fourteen-year-old
1: well pubescent
2: child at, in her head
1: at least back when we were a, a child a comic book reading eight what well, wasn't one
2: what, what year was wonder woman created right on
1: the like, 40s
2: yeah like so there was no point of entry for women creators in that world but just like video games were created all by men you watch those old docs about the atari stuff it's all dudes but now there are women creators so i think you're right pains me to say
1: um, ah, wait say it one more time
2: <laughs> you're right yeah the, the, now that women read comic books as much as men and this movie there'll be a 12 year old is like i want to create a character and oh they yeah. will so no, i, I couldn't
1: be more thrilled with this movie it's it's um it's a it's a great it's a it, wonder woman is awesome um well, darren think,
3: oh go ahead i was gonna say historically i mean if you look at women's work writing in comics like they've done an excellent job of repurposing existing characters into stories that were more i guess you could say feminist leading or just you know not taking them in a different direction than maybe their original creation was intended because you know if a character's been around for 80 70 80 years it's going to be different than how it was originally
1: yeah yeah no it's two cents no no it's good uh, those are shiny pennies that you just tossed in there yeah uh, we'll
3: give a little finger gun at the end of it too.
1: Darren says Hackman never retired. Uh, no one had has hired him after Welcome to Mooseport with uh, what's his name? Oh
3: fuck! Yeah, I forgot Ray it. Ray Romano. Yeah.
1: You know what? I think that the girl I had a crush on in high school wrote on that oh. Welcome to Mooseport. Um is it is Ray Romano, yeah, Ray Romano. <laughs> um, actually, you know, he in two thousand four, Gene Hackman said that uh, he had uh, he. he Believed his acting career was over. And then in 2008, he confirmed that he had retired from acting. So suck it, Darren! Mm.
3: But he um, pulled a he pulled a Sean Connery. He came out of retirement to be in League of Extraordinary
1: Gentlemen. Oh, no, he hasn't yet. But maybe he will. I would like him. I love Gene Hackman.
3: No. Oh, but he. I thought he was in Welcome to Mooseport.
1: Oh, he's not in Welcome to Mooseport? Uh, I'm so
3: confused by the information. Oh, Welcome,
1: Welcome to Mooseport was years ago,
3: right? Oh, I thought it was like six years ago, though. Maybe but it wasn't,
1: because Ray Romano, not really...
3: 2004. Wow. Yeah. I feel
1: old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but he no. went
2: out, you know, with a uh, a good movie under his belt. Not Welcome to Mooseport. But, I'm
1: sorry, it wasn't Welcome to Mooseport that the girl uh, wrote on. It was the other movie he did with uh, uh, Grilled. <laughs> I don't even know that one. Yeah. I don't um, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you we're in a golden
2: age just, for female directors doing female-centric movies.
1: Yeah, um, Darren gave a list of uh, previous superhero movies led by women. Supergirl, which oh, was, Catwoman, Catwoman. <laughs> I
2: think you want to strike that from the uh, canon. Yeah. Oh, I, Electra I mean, too. I, I, yeah,
1: yeah, Electra was uh, I couldn't get through, no, and I love good. that comic book. I love that yeah. that miniseries. Um, Supergirl was I just think. I had a huge crush on, on Helen Slater, but it, I don't think I saw it back then. Uh, and Aeon Flux, which is, I tried to watch this oh, past wow. weekend. It is god awful. And I love uh, Charlize Theron. I feel like I remember seeing that, but can't tell
3: you a single thing that happened in it. Would salt count? uh sure
1: i guess it well that's like, no, that's, that's a that's spy like, yeah it's that's not like not a action superhero. hero-y even though she does survive getting like thrown off a highway yeah um yeah i feel like black widow's a superhero yeah or a tomb raider i guess yeah right? Tomb Raider. but i guess comic books but mm. also ian flex was not a comic that was a a, a weird mtv animated thing mm. um uh chris miller talks about Kamala Khan, who plays Ms. Marvel, which was created by a woman, right. Sana Amanat. But Ms. Marvel existed before that. It's like, you know. Right. The,
3: the character of Kamala Khan was a creation, but the entity Ms. Marvel has been around. Right. Exactly.
1: Um, yeah. So why haven't you guys seen it yet? Why do you guys hate women so much? I, I think that's what we want to know.
3: Uh, they would have had to move the movie theater into the game Overwatch for me to have been able to watch it, <laughs> is, is the very honest answer. Imagine,
1: like, there will be a, a, a sort of, uh, real, what do they call them? The multi, mm, like, oh, the, M- you mean like MMORPG?
3: Is yeah, that what you're reaching for? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: MMORPG where you actually go in and sit in a movie
3: theater and watch a movie. I think they have, I think it's called Second Life. Do they,
1: have, do they show movies in Second
3: Life? They That's to. crazy. Otherwise, That's, what
1: the fuck are they doing in there? Jacking off. Yeah, true. Oh.
3: Well, they're going to go into the movie theater and fuck. Yeah, all right. That's great. BTW, that was a cuss. Everybody heard me make a cuss just now. You made a cuss. Everybody, like a month ago, was like, Maggie can't make cusses. guess you just said fuck, and it sounded real
1: natural. No one said <laughs> anything. He's anyway. A, um, Steve...
2: Steve? You want me to cuss? No, no, no. I, I, don't no.
1: I just want you know. Mickey's a good Cunt Catholic burgers. boy. Mickey's going to go to going go to confession right after this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, you were confirmed, right?
3: I, mean, I was actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually clutching a rosary in my pocket I'm right just now. Wondering begging. why your
1: hand was in your pants, yeah. but uh, now I know. No, why. that not that one. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that's what he calls it. His rosary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, Steve, when are you coming out here again? Soon. All right good to know. So is there a reason for me to come visit?
2: Um uh, yeah, my time here is coming to an end, but you you picked the
1: fucking worst time
2: to come to Central I, Texas.
1: I know. Like I was in, it, like Vancouver It's hot. It's like just gorgeous. It's like it, it got maybe 70 degrees there and it didn't get cold that cold. Um and I was just like, I got to come back to L.A. knowing that it's going to be like 95 degrees. And what what is it in Austin right now? Let's talk weather. Uh, a,
2: we're opening up the weather sack. Uh-huh. <laughs> the weather it's, uh, it's 88 degrees. Today it's going to be uh, 95. But it, it's, a, it's a light breeze. So if you stay out uh, of the sun uh, and stay out during in the, the middle of the day, it's, it's not terrible. Uh, we went out to see the bats the other night,
1: and uh, uh, it was nice and breezy. The bats thing. Like that is, that was, I was going to say batshit crazy, but like I was crossing the bridge. What's the bridge called? Congress street bridge. And what, what, what happens?
2: I think there are like over a million bats living underneath it. And at dusk in the summer, they all come out at once. So it's called the bat bridge and people line up every single night on the bridge and on the sides of the, whatever that body of water is called. And at dusk, billions of bats just fl- fly out from underneath.
1: It is like it is an unreal sight because they they move like it's like a just like this swirling cloud. And you can't really tell what, that they're bats. Huh. Yes, it's it's crazy.
2: Man, it's one it's one and done. You see it and you go, okay. Yeah.
1: And yet you did you went again last night or the other night? Well, I'd only been once. Oh, so two right. and done. All right. Um, hold on a second. Here we go. We're gonna dip into the mail it's like sack. Climbing into the Hollywood mail sack, you do it Come on, touch the sack, and you go, is, I'm
2: staring at a sea of, of uh, you know, uh, entertainment mail failure, and you walk down. You're like, All right, I did it? So I totally. I don't, I don't need to come up here again. Right.
1: Uh, I just totally. You didn't hear that, did you? I don't. I guess you can't hear the mail sack thing. Um. You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're I'm just dipping in the mail sack. Is that good? Is that cool, Steve?
2: I, Am I supposed please. to hear something?
1: No, no. I mean, I I already played it. But uh this
2: one Oh, I ta- I talked over the mail sack song. Yeah,
1: I played over you you talking about Shattered Hollywood <laughs> Dreams. Uh, yeah, it's a push. Yeah, it's really hard to get to the Hollywood sign these days. Mm. Right. That, good. Yeah. Uh Zach Stewart from Pittsburgh, writes in, How Yin's doing? For three months in 2003, I was a temp at the State Correctional Institution. I want to hear about that mm. um, in Pittsburgh, historically known as Western Penitentiary. The, pers- the prison loaf was, where, uh, was whatever was being served that day, ground up, stuffed in a loaf pan, and baked. It was only given to inmates who had proved to be a danger to themselves or others with their normal food. It didn't require any uh, utensils or even a tray. Terrible to be sure, but not designed to be terrible or used as direct punishment. Thanks for the show. Well, maybe that's where mm. it started, but they turned that into that uh, neutral loaf um, because that has, like, that is used as a punishment. Um, mm. But maybe they're more merciful at Western pen. Um, what, what are. What oh, are we, we, we talked sorry. about this one, uh, this neutral loaf. It's, uh, they basically, to meet the bare minimum of neutral nutritional requirements to give prisoners that as a, a punishment, they give them something that tastes terrible like, and it's just ground up like stuff.
3: And is that like they give it
1: to only, they give it to all the prisoners? No, no, just to, just as just a punishment. Yeah. Just to, to quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. The ones they don't like. Yeah.
2: Um, I feel like there's a untapped market in cities like LA where hipster dining is all the rage Like we could serve prison food. You know, in the trays, in the, you know, like armed guards. Like we could serve that and probably charge a pretty penny for that. Oh, yeah. Neutral
3: going for like 12 bucks a pop in West Hollywood. <laughs> yum, yum. Yeah. it's Or shit on
2: a shingle, you know, like all, all the prison fare to serve. In a kind brown- of- oh,
3: sorry. They got those little brown bars from Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Cockroaches ground up.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I was. I do want to know what that tastes like. You know, I don't.
3: That's a very unique thing that you want. I
1: I love that movie. Would
3: you eat? Okay, I don't know, but would you eat crickets? Yeah, I've eaten crickets. I've eaten
2: crickets as well. I gotta say, crickets (laughs) seems fine. Cockroaches, (laughs) I couldn't do. Um, what if I ate cockroaches in uh in L.A. at a Thai restaurant? They're good. I mean, chopped up. You don't eat them like. Yeah, you don't just like bite the Popcorn. head
1: first. Well, what about in China? They have those. Uh, they have the scorpions on a stick that you that mm. ate.
2: Those they're good.
1: Couldn't, still what, couldn't. What about a spider? A spider? A no, big, definitely not. A big juicy spider? Yeah, hell no! No, definitely. It's supposed to like, but do you eat crab?
3: No, see, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, there's definitely insects that I would because crickets, I'm fine with. I think it's like the level of fear that I have for the for the insect or the bug or whatever then the less likely I'm to eat it. Those scorpions I think different because I think scorpions are kind of adorable. Yeah. They're like a little cute guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Well,
2: you, you can have can like a little one. pet
3: scorpio. Have
2: you, have you ever met a pig? Oh, I love pigs. That's true. They're so adorable and they're it's proven scientifically they're smarter than dogs. They can be taught more tasks than a dog can. So they're it's like eating a dolphin.
3: That's fair. That's fair.
1: And I've, they're cute. Yeah.
3: Alright, well, okay. But I, I
2: would murder one and eat its flesh.
3: I know, they're That's
1: so just, fucking delicious. Fair it's enough. So I'll good. go back
3: on scorpions. I would eat a scorpion.
1: Uh, you, guys, you guys convinced me. Michael Federico or Federico? Federico, let's say go with that one. That sounds better. He writes in. It's been a couple years since we've heard from him. He said, uh, Hey gang, I'm a few months behind, so I don't know what incarnation of the pod. This email will find you. Uh, but I thought I'd bring this to your attention. It's a cracked article, um, the eight new movies that deserve way more hype. And he says, hope you're all well. And I'm doing eight, what I can to catch up my best. Eight oh, movies. Yeah. Eight movies. Yeah. Like
2: somebody was like, couldn't hit the 10. Somebody said, I got an article due it's today. Cracked.
1: cracked does weird yeah. numbers. They like uh, six, seven, six, eight all, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Six is a very common one. Six we'll one. Cause then they, oh, they spread it God. over two pages. Yep. Uh, there's a, a movie called prevenge, prevenge, And it's about a killer fetus. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. That comes um, on Blu-ray this month. So look for that. Um, And basically, the uh, mother has a telepathic uh, bond with her unborn child. And shoot. (laughs) Hold on. Um, Shoot, my browser fucking frozen. the
3: telepathic fetus is attacking
1: your computer. Yeah. and you no, know, it's cracked. Cracked just sucks. Yeah. Um, but I would see that. Did I, you see that one with the, the woman with the killer vagina? Teeth? Teeth? I yeah.
2: yeah. saw it in the theaters. Really? Yeah.
3: Oh, man, that's cool. I wish I had seen teeth in the theaters. I was one of those like dare movies when I was in college, like that and like Human Centipede. But I thought Teeth was like actually a really good movie.
1: Yeah. Human Centipede was not a good movie.
3: It's like objectively pretty, pretty rough. Yeah.
2: I saw Raw.
1: Oh, you did? How was yeah. that? The, the French movie, right?
2: The French movie where she's a vegetarian and she's going to medical or veterinarian school and she eat, they force her to eat a kidney as a part of hazing, and then she, has, she develops, develops a, a taste, taste for flesh. Oh, nice! And then the most dangerous flesh of all—it mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it it was slippery slope. It was very French. So a lot of like there's, pauses and stares. It's you know, it's not. This is not a horror movie. This is about a girl's sexuality, and you know, it, it's trying very hard to not be genre and be a French movie. Um, but there's one, there's one moment that I went no. Okay. I was just alone, screaming at my monitor. Like, no, no! Oh,
1: <laughs> in a so, good way, in
2: a way that yeah. you would run. A, like. It she's not gonna. Oh, uh,
1: dude! You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's
2: okay. I, it, right. not amazing, uh, but directed by a woman.
0: Oh, there you
1: go. <laughs> Number two on this list. They've got superheroes and cannibals now. I know they're they're getting they're taking over. I know, going way too far. Brigsby Bear comes out in July with Mark Hamill. Um, and it looks like some sort of science fiction thing with animatronic critters. Like a, They call it a low-budget Westworld. Do you, is Mark Hamill a good actor? No. Uh, probably not. I think he's a good voice actor. He's a great voice actor. But he's not a good actor, actor, probably. Yeah. No. Um, and then there's, let's see, number three is Thoroughbred. Uh, it's about Psychotic Teenage Girls. It's Anton Yelchin's last film. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, Boy, that poor guy. And, okay, that doesn't look interesting to me. Okay, so far, Cracked is not impressing me with heard
3: psychotic. Was it Psychotic Killer Teenage Girls,
1: whatever? Uh, Yeah. That sounds sounds okay. I'd watch that, probably. Uh, Infinity Baby is about a future where babies don't get old, and it's shot in Austin. Right, and uh, with Nick Offerman, and oh. yeah, and one of the Culkins, Kieran or something like that, um, and Megan Mullally, Martin Starr. No. Did we have Martin Starr on the show? No, I don't think so. But um, so you can check that out, Steve. It's it's in your world.
2: Steve. It's being filmed in my town. Yeah, I think yeah. it already
1: was. Uh, drive by the set, black and white. Well, what are you
2: doing here sir uh i don't ha- i don't really have the money to go to movies anymore so i just go to the i go to sets and just <laughs> and i edit in my head I, I imagine how the scenes come i read the sides oh,
1: yeah. I'm I'm gonna, hoping okay it's- so he's gonna say that and she's going i have yet to see one that's done chronologically so <laughs> it's a little tough it's a little it. tough
2: you like sitting on
3: the sidelines yelling at nick offerman could you speak louder <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we're doing a comedy and we're filming it in front of a live studio audience you know but we're it's a single camera you know that would okay. be a good idea to have like a, an, just an audience on set. <laughs> it's
3: like hiding behind the camera and jumping around <laughs> at all times.
1: It's just one guy. I'm skipping to number eight because the other one just... Gosh. Yeah, sorry. Dave made a maze. Ah! Uh, not to be confused with our... Oh, Bill Watterson had it in him to direct an elaborate fantasy movie on a small budget. There you go. And, uh And, yeah. So, the solution to making this was... To take a 30,000 square foot, s- square feet of cardboard and create a soundstage labyrinth like some sw- kind of hobo goblin king. And that's exactly what it looks like. It, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, so that's great. So Dave made a maze, is making some. Um, Making some waves, some ripples, getting some buzz right up there with the telepathic
3: fetus and the killer teenagers.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah, it's like seven. But it got it got number eight
3: on there, so that means it's the it's the highlight, right? It's well, the it's headline. the one
1: that everybody sees first because it's at the you know it's a reverse countdown. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, Bill couldn't be here today. He's um, getting his shoulder surgered on. Oh, yeah. So send him good wishes, but it's nothing major um all right so that's it for the 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 mail sack that's kind of a lame mail sack sorry to say but thank you michael federico for uh fill our sack people that's nooner podcast at com.
2: Jay- i think you should have a rule that if there's only two emails you just don't read them what i just people have plenty of time during the week to send an email you've got to cut them off
1: mm-hmm. all right um There's more action movies. Oh, there was Tank Girl. Darren mentioned Tank Girl. (laughs) Uh, Did you ever see that movie?
3: I've never seen Tank Girl, but I've heard about Tank
1: Girl, but I've Uh never seen it. Steve, not very good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, do have you seen any movies, uh, Steve? Besides, yeah, Dirty Grandpa sucked. Dirty, no, in the theater.
2: I've been having such a bad time at movie theaters lately. I'm kind of turned off by the experience.
1: Mm. Why? Uh,
2: People. I remember as a kid, doctors had pagers because they were important people and they might need to, you know, cut someone's chest open at a moment's notice. But you know, a middle-aged heavyset woman next to me reading texts in her purse. So, you know, she's got a, uh, I'm like,
1: why don't you just tell her to stop?
2: I did, but I I don't want to police people. Yeah. I don't like that's just I don't know what they teach kids in schools anymore. I don't know what to do about the educational crisis that we're currently in. But the curriculum should include turn your fucking phone off at a movie because you're not just that go important. Go to the
1: Alamo Draft House.
2: I was going to say even you, you even have, at the Alamo Draft House, I've had to tell people this fucking <laughs> idiot next to me ate her food and then asked for to go cartons and scraped her food into him during the third act of a movie. Like the exciting, like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. I, that's, I hear It's fucking, I'm done. I think you just go to those, those theaters to see popcorn movies or whatever. Uh,
2: I was seeing a popcorn movie. It's just, I, I couldn't hear it over her scraping her tempe loaf into a, a little cardboard thing.
1: Is that what they serve at Almond Draft House? Like I, don't right? I, don't do I don't know. I don't it there. Neutral loaf. Neutral loaf. Right. That's what tempeh tastes like to me. Yeah. Or that's what I imagine neutral loaf tastes like tempeh. Yeah. Like
3: they put like a little pesto on top of it or something.
1: Just, just a, a smear.
2: Little, yeah. Just, I sh- just I get very tensed up at movies because I know I, I'm looking around going, well, they're going to talk, and this guy's. I, it's I don't know. I'm. I'll just wait for it to come out on the
1: videos. Yeah. All right. See, I, have the well, be- I think you should see Wonder Woman in the theater. It's totally worth it. Uh-huh.
3: I have the benefit of uh, having long hair and beard, so people think Hipster. I just might be a crazy person when I yell at them to put their phone away. Oh, really? So they're like, put their phone away. I like, if I'm do like, you, do you yell at them? I I I make a stern voice, like I go, turn off your phone, like a, oh. a, in a way that indicates this guy might. He might actually be insane.
1: You don't refer to uh, you don't fall back to your previous career and uh, and gently escort them out, out of the theater?
3: I thought about pretending to work at a movie theater once just to get some teens out, but then I I didn't actually do it.
1: Did you did you you had to do that though. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. What was the worst thing you saw?
3: Um I mean I saw a bunch of people fucking in the, just like in the middle of the theater, like not really disguising it, just doing it. Um uh, mm-hmm. Drunkest dude ever like, was yelling at the entire theater when I went
1: in there. Did mm-hmm. you ever have a patron bring his own hibachi and then cook, grill like, uh, food like, on the seat next to him?
3: No, but I would actually, if, if they did that, I would just let them. I would be like, that's too impressive. So much effort that you okay. went to. All right.
1: Yeah. So that's good. That's why I haven't been caught. That's why I have uh. not been asked. To leave a theater
3: now. When you do it, are you doing like all the flips and jazz and all that? Or are you no, just like, no, you're... that's
1: teppanyaki. That's on a flat, oh, flat griddle. Pardon me, I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. you, racist motherfucker. I,
3: no, I just don't know what cooking is. No, it's just a, it's just a, <laughs> a
1: charcoal grill that's quite portable, okay. and uh, okay. you know, you just get that high temperature so you get that good char on your, on your. Uh, I think I make you give skewers. me a piece, and all then I right. you. I invite you out. I give you a whole skewer. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Do you guys? Okay, I've do. You, there's a, a Reddit thing called Today I Fucked Up. It's a subreddit. Uh, have you seen that one, Steve? No, it's a new one. It's just TIFU, or, or yeah, that's the one. Oh, I think I've seen that. Those letters. Yeah, so that means, acronym, I guess. But I've never. Um,
2: is this podcast on? Is on it? <laughs> no, no. It, oh. We're
1: on. If there's a sub sub subreddit, that that's where you'll find us. Uh, there's one today, like normally I don't, like it It just seems weird to just read something that is right off the internet, but this actually um, was really kind of scary, and, and it's playing out in real time right now. Uh, somebody posted um, like six hours ago saying that they fucked up because he's an 18-year-old guy um, living with his parents, and his dad is a strict asshole, according to him, who has a file cabinet that he keeps locked, and ever since he was born, this the, this uh, redditor um, said that like he was barred from ever like getting near there, the the, the file cabinet. And so, out of curiosity, he went online and uh, on YouTube learned how to pick a lock, and then went to pick the lock. It opened right up. Dildos. Uh, just one. Just one huge ass dildo. Oh, did I call it really? You totally called it. Holy
2: shit! Same thing happened with me and my dad.
1: Really? No. (laughs) No. So this guy found like weird documents. He Uh, says he doesn't go into whole. Wait, was it not really a dildo? There was. He says a huge ass dildo and a crusty Uh, rag. Oh, and dangerous stuff, embarrassing stuff. I don't know.
2: Now, do you think the dad did that to punish him for? Picking a lock in, in the same way that you get caught smoking, you smoked the whole pack. Like he doesn't really stick a no. dildo up his ass. He's At, just like uh,
1: apparently this guy, the the father here, dad is is a rageful um, man, uh, full of hate, according to this redditor. Uh, so as he's like, for whatever reason, he's um, playing with the lock. He, he has a two bobby pins and he and he's pulling it out. And then the lock pops out. Like he replaces everything that he sees in there with exactly, you know, so the dad won't know anything. But as he's like playing with fiddling with the, the lock, the actual lock device pops out. And he has no way to to he can't figure out how to put it back in. So that's why he posted this.
2: Burn the house down.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's what you do. Burn the house.
2: Burn down. the burn everything burn it clean. Or you take the dildo out and then you move it
3: somewhere else, and you'd be like, "I didn't see anything when I went in there. It was crazy. I thought it was going to be this big thing."
1: Yeah, that. And, oh, that's. And you'd be like, "Oh, I left the dildo in the. Oh man, in the fridge." Or you just blackmail him. You just pull him yeah. aside and you say, "I saw what was in there. Let's be well, because he's he says that um, it, when his dad is gonna. Um, oh, this is what his dad said to him: If you get so much as one more hair out of line, you will be fucking gone. That's." That's what the dad said to him, um, and so he's afraid he's going to get kicked out, lose all sort of financial assistance to go to college, and um, and just be totally uh, fucked. So
2: Marty, I'm so proud of you. You didn't bring up the health care bill at, at at all, and you 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 went to dildo. Like, <laughs> I'm so you're really you're letting the the politics be discussed by professionals and this is our terra firma
1: i know
0: (laughs) my
2: my my balls i I understand when
1: when you're talking crusty rags like that's my that's my jam
2: yeah they they, why does he keep the rag
1: i don't know doesn't
3: clean the rag the rag has been in there for 18 years unwashed
1: uh yeah Uh, maybe he didn't have a chance maybe he washes it once a year you know Ah. when the wife is uh out you know with her playing bridge right because she only leaves the house once a year once a year yeah (laughs) So,
2: it's a dildo, not a vibrator?
1: Uh, according to this thing, it's a dildo. Um, so, the
2: dad puts a dildo up his ass? I
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, what else do you do? What do you, take it for a walk? Yeah.
2: He <laughs> brings
3: it out and does, like, ventriloquy with it. It's,
2: it's, it's, it's like character. the garden gnome and Emily. Like, he takes pictures of it everywhere. Amelie, whatever. I mean, he. it's not a vibrator, so he doesn't manipulate his penis with it. It's a dildo, so it's for putting in places oh so he's, like
1: bad his penis around with it he's he's gonna try to do a live stream so people can talk him through repairing the lock but you know what, what <laughs> oh wait i love the internet i love it yeah what would what would you guys do burn the house down you would burn the house down burn burn did that everything. come to, did that come in your mind
3: no my my mind first went to pretend that you went in there but didn't find anything but
1: the lock is just sitting out there, and your dad has like... No,
3: you admit that you fucked. Like you, you admit that you did the one small wrong, but you didn't find out the big thing. And then he. I.
1: But there's no way he he, he would believe it. You you'd you have to put it somewhere else. You have to be like, I didn't see anything when I went there. But the and dad like, is like totally uh, anal about where oh, he puts <laughs> his dildo. Uh,
2: Fake a coma. That's a good one too. And you know so
1: I love how Steve just comes up with the most diabolical ones. Like,
2: I, I'm not. I'm not going down for that. I'm not going to admit I did something like that. Yeah.
0: It should be like, and
2: yet, You don't want your dad. Uh, think about the relationship you have with your father right now. And then think about it, how it would be altered if you realize that he puts a dildo up his ass. That just, I, I don't.
1: Have you ever tried it? Don't knock it till you try it.
2: I put a dildo up my ass.
1: Yeah. Mm, Come on, No.
2: Here's the thing. I think he wanted to be caught,
3: though, because, like, you don't go, hey, never go in that. Because, like, if somebody had a filing cabinet and had a locked drawer at the top, I would probably never care. Yeah,
1: don't press the big red shiny button. Right. Do not press the big <laughs> red shiny button.
3: I think, like, the dad's actually going to give him the dildo, like a family heirloom yeah. now. Yeah. So like, yeah. A, a right, talisman.
1: Right, yeah. right. Maybe it's led up to this moment and he's like, son, I'm proud of you and then gives him the dildo. <laughs> and Obi-Wan the crusty giving rag. Luke
3: the lightsaber. I like yeah, exactly. Every time we gesture the dildo,
2: it gets bigger and
3: bigger.
1: <laughs> like, I'm it's a, a two-fister <laughs> here that's just like um, yeah.
2: <laughs> I know when you say the word dildo, I'm seeing 8 9 inches. like I'm seeing a big phallus. But they can make they can make small ones, right?
1: Uh sure, they can make it it turns out they can do Many things with latex that you can imagine. I was thinking like a imagine. giant
3: like coil number. Like it's like going around the filing cabinet a couple right. of times.
1: Yeah. Like one of those German sausages. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, uh, that, but that, that just sucks. And it's weird. Like he keeps posting. He's like, um, you know, someone said set up a live stream. Like it's taking longer than, for then than I thought to get home. Since I've been asked this a million times, no, there were no jumper cables in the file cabinet. cabinet. I don't know what that means. Is it jumper cables like a. For his nipples, nipples, I guess? guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or is that a reference to something? Hmm. Um, Dildo and jumper cables feels very specific, but I don't know. But, you know, maybe this would be a good start for him to, like. Mend fences? To, no, to start off, (laughs) to know that you're going to, like, get. Kicked out, and like you know, this is how you start your literary career, something like that.
3: So, yeah, that's uh, my point was going to be like, I mean, like, what's the fucking worst? He's just gonna kick you out of the house, like, whatever, like, it's millions of people get kicked out of the house every day. Like, he's not gonna kill you, just be like, Hey, I found your dildo, I'm leaving.
1: Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. I mean,
3: no, no,
2: no, I found your dildo, I'm leaving, I'm taking the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it back, you better fucking
1: pay yeah. me, yeah, I mean, just give it to your mom. You know, just say, Hey mom, found this. I, we don't know the mom's not involved with the dildo.
2: Yeah, she's probably operating it. Okay. You gotta figure that the, the
3: mom is at least aware of the dildo. Alright. This kid's eighteen, that means they've been married at least like
1: however many years. Yeah, I mean I, years. I, he doesn't yeah. go into what, what the the rest of the embarrassing and shocking things are and were in that in the uh the cabinet, but that could be ammo, you know?
2: Yeah. I found my dad's porn when I was a, a young lad, maybe 12 or 13, and it was locked in a in a closet door that he added a, a lock to, and I just popped the... Wait, um,
1: he just put a computer in there?
2: No, this is like, he had like a videotape, because oh, I do oh, think have, he knew how
1: to use computers. So, no. Well, there were no computers back then.
2: Yeah. yeah, but I just popped the hinges on the door and took it off the wrong way and got in there. Was, you know, it was a little weird to know my dad looked at porn, but...
1: But you knew what was in there, though, right?
2: I, wa- I wanted it. It was, you know. Yeah. It 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 called to me in my sleep. Was it just one tape? point? Like he was. I think it was Deep Throat and another one, and oh, okay. I don't know.
0: Um,
2: now that yeah, so my dad looked at porn. He was yeah. a single guy, and you know, yeah. Robert De Niro apparently looks at porn and masturbates because right. he let them film him doing it.
1: Now I'm just going to think about your dad masturbating. Thanks.
2: Well. Let's all
3: yeah. take a moment to picture our dad's masturbating, guys. Mm. What does he look what's his cum face
1: like? Mm. Oh, come on. I, mean, mm. I thought for a second you said what's his cum taste like? Oh, mm. mm. you just like you like, like, like you me. hear what you want to hear. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like half of me. A, was, yeah, um, tastes like half of my DNA.
1: Um, a little salty, a little spicy. Okay, so now about the healthcare bill. Yeah. Why is the Senate keeping this stuff closed? <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no. We're we're, we're too far gone. We're, we left the uh, we've left the the atmosphere. We
1: can't pivot from dad cum taste to <laughs> politics. <laughs> it's too far. Oh, Cassandra's happy she missed this week. Yeah, yeah,
2: this is a good one for the gals to sit out. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's what, cum. What, what
1: does it taste like?
3: I don't know. This one's for the boys, everybody. Yeah, with the ladies
1: at home. I did. I did talk to Giselle the other day, and she's doing well. So, oh good. Yeah, she's uh, doing her. These.
2: Did you ask her what she thinks her
1: dad's cum tastes like? <laughs> I, I didn't get that far in the conversation. I was uh, doing other stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, you went to an Ivy League school, and this is I what can't you do. imagine
1: my. <laughs> I don't think my father has ever. Well, no, I. I mean, I just can't imagine him involved in. In sex? Yeah. I've checked his browser history and it's all just like, you know, magnificent views of China. Yeah, that's what uh, he jacks off to, you though. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, magnificent <laughs> views? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Uh, check out China
3: those. is
2: just
1: a woman. <laughs> yeah, check out those mountains. Yeah, there you um, go.
2: My, my dad dropped a bomb a few years ago to my now wife. He came over to visit and he's widowed and was dating. He he hit widowdom at the right time as, as the dating apps took off. And so he could find older women, but older women, he's 70. He was 79. Then he's an old dude. And, uh, if you get to that age, the pool's pretty thin. Most men have passed on or are still married. So he was getting lots of ladies and he had a girlfriend that he told my wife. Yeah. She says, if you're not going to be in me for 45 minutes, don't bother. And she flipped out. But (laughs) that's like, he was getting late and like, I'm like forty five minutes. I'd fucked that long, and so I was twenty. Like, really?
1: <laughs> like I got things to do.
2: You yeah. Know? Like you could stay. Like, and I'm looking at this this wrinkled old goblin of a woman. Like he's inside that
1: thing for forty five minutes. Wow. And bragging about it to your wife.
2: i uh, yeah. He's the king of. Uh, you can see where I got my inappropriate one liners from. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's still getting laid. He's eighty four or something. He's Got a girlfriend? Old people still fuck.
0: Oh
3: yeah,
1: really? I, right. I know it's gross.
3: Everybody should fuck all the time. That's
1: my rule. Wow, yeah. that's so so magnanimous of you. Yeah, everyone yeah. fuck constantly. Did you, did you ever walk in on your parents?
3: No, I did not. Uh-huh. But I I'm one of eight, so I know they did all the time. Uh, so yeah, but you know
1: they did at least eight. Times. They did at least
3: eight times. They were like, now we have to pray. Oh, we have to pray for a
1: year to make up for this. Uh but. Yeah, I I think I did once, but my parents covered it up pretty good. Well. Mm-hmm. But
2: if I found out my dad had a dildo, that would really I don't I don't know.
1: It would be interesting if I found out my dad had a dildo. I don't know
3: how I'd feel about it. I'd just be like I don't know. I would like to think that I'd be okay with it. Like I'd just be like, "You know, this is fine." Like he's got to do what he's got to do.
2: I'd rather my mom finding my mom had a dildo. Like, yeah, I get it. You're annoying and you can't get a man, so you have got a-, a plastic man. But my dad, that would be I a think little ooh.
1: if I found that my dad had a dildo, I would be like, All right. You know, yeah, that you you're could. freak yeah, I would be like, Hey, my dad's a little freaky. He's I- a freak on a leash your yeah, dad. Yeah. yeah.
3: Go, go do it. What if you found out that your parents shared a dildo? Like it was <laughs> a
1: double ended. Yeah, it was one? like a
3: double ender. Ass to ass. Ass to Ooh. ass. Your parents are gone.
0: Uh,
1: I, now I'm thinking of, uh, what, what was that Jennifer Connelly movie with the, the drugs?
2: Oh, uh, Requi- Ro- the, Rocketeer. Re- the
3: Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The uh,
2: Rocketeer. Yeah, Requi- that's, oh, that must have been a tough day for her.
1: Well, I don't think that would What happen.
2: scene are we shooting? Oh, you're going to be ass to ass with another
1: I don't think that's gal. her. I think that's a body double.
2: No, it's, it's her and some of it. Yeah. I don't
3: know. Yeah. That's, I was a, just, that's a tough day.
1: I was watching this movie that she was in uh, when she was like thirteen, like right around um, *Labyrinth* time, and it's called *Creepers*. Mm. Uh, Dario, Ar- or I, they, there's another name for it. It's on on um, it's on Amazon right now. But she plays a, a young girl in Italy and who gets menaced by a serial killer, but she can uh, manipulate bugs with her mind. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's a pretty bad movie, but. Okay, I Italy. Sh- I sure do like that Jennifer Connolly. Like, I mean, I saw it when it came out, I think, or, or I think around that time. And I liked her then when I was a teenager, like her now. Um, she went to <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was willing to look over look, overlook the badness of the movie. For that, <laughs> look over. What a hero you are. I know, I know. <laughs>
2: Uh, I met her once. I, she's not that spectacular person, but that that often happens with um, pretty
1: actresses. You're like, huh? What, you know? what, what was what? What context did you meet her?
2: Uh, next door to me in an office, they were sound editing a horror movie she was in. This was like fifteen, a ten year. I don't know.
1: Oh, it Dark was, Water. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So for oh. three months, I just heard bloop,
1: bloop. You know, like all, just, they were <laughs> there, adding all the there, bloop was, there was Jennifer Connelly in front of a mic going bloop. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: It bloop. was just the editors. It was two sound editors. stuck <laughs> were in the Like, room What are you
1: and, doing, Jennifer Connelly? She's
2: the voice work for Dark Water. At, uh, and so I had to knock on the door and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, there's no sign that said we're making sound effects for Dark Water. I just it was two uh, uh, heavyset people, a man and a woman sitting in front of computers making bloop sounds for <laughs> three months. And they said, we're making a movie. We're doing the sound. It's blah, blah, blah. Jennifer Connelly. And I said, great. Could you fucking turn it down just a, a scooch? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we befriended each other. And then I walked by one night and there was Jennifer Connelly and her husband, Paul something, something, okay. actor. And they said, hey, you want to watch the scene? We I cut? And so I, whatever. Um, I said, hi, I have to listen to your fucking movie all day long. While I'm trying to work. I'd love to watch this scene. May I see your breasts?
1: <laughs> she does have spectacular I've breasts.
2: Masturbated to career opportunities. May I see your breasts? That's actually the. Oh, the and your name is Paul. you're your, your husband? Okay,
1: great. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the tradition. Do, d- do you have a dildo, right? sir?
1: Um, Paul Bettany.
2: Right. Paul Bettany I very much would like to see your wife's breasts.
1: <laughs> Just watch the. What was it? The hot. What was she in? The- I don't. Um, where she shows her breasts. Uh, God, this is such a dude podcast. I'm sorry to yeah, all Yeah, the-, the
2: men are taking over.
1: Uh, oh, it's so terrible. The hot spot. Okay,
2: so, but let me, this reminds me of another event that I was at at a friend's house. She was on a competition reality show on the Playboy Network where she was the photographer and she was paired off with a, a, a prospective Playboy person. And the whole show, the woman is nude. She's being photographed nude when she does the confessional interviews. She's topless. Like they tripled down on it Kate was nude? Yes. It was on the Playboy network. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so I'm standing next to this woman who is on the TV. I am staring at her breasts. On Wait, TV. the
1: photographer was nude?
2: No, no, no. There was Uh-oh. a photographer and there was a model. Uh-oh. And they're paired off together in some sort of stupid competition. I was at my photographer friend's house. The model was there watching oh, the see, first see, episode. And the woman is nude in her interviews, the whole show. And I turned to her and I said, may I see your breasts? <laughs> and she was like offended. There was a boob cake. Like as a, you know, uh, a party. You for, did
1: ask to see her breasts?
2: Yeah, but I could see them on TV. I, I thought it was very strange of her to, to you, turn it down.
1: Were you like? Well, I would be more comfortable if you took your clothes off while we're watching this because it's just—it's weirding <laughs> me out.
2: I was fucking with. I was like, "I'm kidding," but she was like, for a second, she was like, "Are you serious?" Like, <laughs> oh my God. no, I'm not serious, but I, I am looking at your boobs like on TV. It's a little, a little weird.
1: Maybe
3: it's like asking a stand-up to tell a joke. You know?
1: How did you? It's your, not a party trick. Those are—that's her work. How did your friend do on the show?
2: Uh, she won wanted- it. Really? She and this girl, yes. And in typical Playboy fashion, then she was arrested a few years later for trying to bring a gun on a plane or something stupid <laughs> like that. The model, the not model,
1: friend. yeah. No, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. that that's really awesome.
2: Um, did you guys hear? About- it's just a little. It's just a little weird standing next to someone. And I've seen I'm in full nude in the whole thing, like her, her bush or whatever you're supposed to call it. Like I'm just staring at her naked. She had a, obviously a very nice body, but. Yeah. Would it be weird to just... Can I, can I see one? I don't want to touch it. I just want to see it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't... If, if you want me to touch my will, but I, I don't want to. Um, did you guys hear about this uh, girl, Michelle Carter? She was... Uh, a few years ago, she had a boyfriend that she like t- texted. <laughs> really,
2: really unfurling the details.
1: Well, Girl well,
2: with a boyfriend.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, and she was texting him and sent him hundreds of text messages to get him to kill himself. And, mm-hmm. like, that's not exactly true. Uh, he was already depressed. He was already and depressed. Was, and she, yeah. yes. And it got to the point where he was in his truck. He had set it up so he would <coughs> take in the exhaust. Uh, he left the truck and then she texted him to get back in the truck. And yes. um, he did. He killed himself. And she, um, played the the sort of sad girlfriend, and then they found all these texts, and mm-hmm. now she was found guilty of of being...
2: Involuntary manslaughter. In,
1: is that what it was? Involuntary yes. manslaughter. So yeah. uh, what do you think about that?
2: Use uh, signal. Don't use iMessage.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. You're going to
2: tell someone to kill themselves.
1: What is, is, or Snapchat, does that go away? What? Don't. Yeah, don't trust the Snapchat servers. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they signal the one I, that all the terrorists are using.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, I heard about it because it's from a home state of Massachusetts, where garbage people are born. Um, and then I listened to a podcast about it, and it's it's a little more. There's a little more meat on the bones. Like she was massively depressed and it tried to kill herself too. You know, she she wasn't taunting him. To, to kill himself because she thought it would be funny. She was like, I want to, I know where you are and th- you, there's no coming out of this. Now, she's not a therapist. She's not, she's a fucking idiot teenager. So she gave him bad advice, but I think it's a bad thing. I don't, I think it sets a bad precedent. And, um, why? Because she, he wanted to die and she didn't, Hold the trigger, or you know, uh, it, it gets into the, the only thing I actually care about on earth, which is when people who are sick or old want to die, they should be allowed to. And there are like groups of people that help super sick people end their own lives with dignity, and they've been arrested for involuntary manslaughter. So, um, yeah, it, it's messy because a teenager shouldn't kill himself, but what about someone dying of a terrible disease? And just wants the pain to end in this fucking retarded country. They can't, so
1: it annoys me. Right, but we put our dogs to sleep when they're suffering.
2: Yeah, I was hearing as about a, a story of a someone
1: merciful thing
2: going to the doctors to to end their life, and I'm like, "Where's this?" And I was like, "Oh, it was Canada." Like, oh, right, yeah, Bet- better America. Um, go on. I was going to say, did they
3: use um, the Manslaughter on the cases like what you're talking about on this case, like was that used as precedent to build to this, or how does
2: the new, do we I just I, I, I don't I I didn't actually follow the trial, but um, I've heard, I've heard about cases where people who help elderly people and very sick people end their lives been mm-hmm. um, charged with involuntary manslaughter. They're usually let off because the person is very sick. Um, but there was a case where they, they they help you with like helium and you put a bag over your head and it's very peaceful and whatever. Uh, they helped someone who claimed that they were dying of cancer, and then they helped them kill themselves, and it came out that they were just mentally ill that they didn't have a disease. And that's like that's kind of the line, right? But I mean, you know, he should have gotten help, but yeah. she, you know, well, she. she- how much she didn't actually kill him
3: yeah and how much can the onus be on her who is also you know a a teenager who is you know also suffering from mental illness it sounds like to be like you know we both need to get like how much can we really expect in that situation i think it's a valid question
1: yeah i mean the aclu came out in uh, on steve's side and they said that, there you uh, go, you got him They said that the death was a terrible tragedy, but it's not a reason to stretch the boundaries of our criminal laws or abandon the protections of our Constitution. There's no law in Massachusetts making it a crime to encourage someone or even persuade someone to commit suicide. Yet Ms. Carter is now being convicted of manslaughter uh, based on this theory that... uh, It's
2: because he got out of the car and he's like, I'm I'm having second thoughts. And she called him, I think, and said, yeah, get back in. And so she's a piece of crap. I'm not uh, like denying her. that, yeah, but yeah. it it was painted as some sort of law and order. Like she's this fucking black widow that right. wanted to see someone die, and she got off on it. No, she's, she's a, a mentally ill person. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and he often, he was too. I mean, he was clinically depressed. Right. And but at what point are we responsible for our own actions?
3: Yeah. No, I think that's reasonable. And I mean, again, like it's you're talking about. Like teenagers, so that's another like.
1: Were they both under the like? Could they? She, was uh, she tried as a was, minor. I I think that one of them. Uh, she was seventeen at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, and he, I think, was eighteen.
3: Because in Louisiana, if you're seventeen, you can get tried as an adult. I don't know yeah. If that's case I think everywhere
1: messages. they they do that. Everywhere okay. there's capital punishment, they do that. Okay. Um.
2: But is it your responsibility? Yeah. Uh. To tell someone no, get help. Which which the 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 good, decent thing to do would be, but
1: is that your responsibility? Yeah. Or, and,
2: it's kind of like the finale of Seinfeld, how they watch that guy
1: get robbed. I didn't see it. <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Uh, they all go to jail. Well, th- this would also mean that if you tweet at somebody that you don't like, kill yourself. Right. You, that's attempted murder then, right? So or, Kathy Griffin is should go to jail? She should go to jail, but not for that. Well, yeah yeah no, I'm, and
2: suddenly I, susan man
1: jesus yeah, christ i, you know, I, I do like i do like kathy griffin i have nothing against her
3: yeah i mean and like not to, yeah the internet is full of people telling each other to kill themselves or to to like you know go and get raped or whatever and it's like how much can that really be seen as like and obviously this is a different circumstance because she had like direct personal contact with the person but still like i could see a per- person being very depressed and being told by someone on the internet to kill themselves, and just being like, well, I'm going to go do it. Like, it's a,
2: it, yeah, it, Don't it's, we tell terrorists to kill themselves every time there's a mass shooting? We say, if you're an ISIS and you're thinking of hurting a bunch of innocent people, please kill yourself. Did I just murder someone? Mm-hmm. Right. That felt you, good.
3: You murdered an ISIS, though, so we look well, kindly on that.
1: Um, you know, Kathy Griffin was in Shakes the Clown. Oh.
2: Uh. Oh. You're not, you're, you're not, it's not helping her case.
1: Uh, <laughs> I I worked on that movie. I I know. I delivered Kathy Griffin her scene as a waitress to her personally because she wanted it for her reel. So I helped build Kathy Griffin's career. Oh. You're welcome, America. Look at that. Jesus Christ.
3: So we have you to thank for yep. the current.
1: And I say you're welcome.
2: <laughs> um, it's it's a terrible,
1: sad thing.
2: Like I don't want any teenager to kill themselves but um i don't think it's helping this girl and i don't think it's helping society to say you're personally responsible for all your words like half the shit i say on the show i wish i could take
1: that. oh my god of course of course have and it's we've all said
3: this episode
1: i'm already you, regretting yeah i know seriously listen this, yeah. this one episode can be clipped and like destroy all our non-existent careers
2: but couldn't we ma- make this a teaching moment and say look Let's develop apps to give to teenagers that, like, if you are depressed, you can connect with someone who can help you, not a fucking equally depressed suicidal person who's like living their suicide fantasy out through you, right? Uh, just, right,
1: like, yeah. and that's the that is the, the the whole thing about the internet. It's like for all the good it does, there is a shitload of bad darkness to it. Yeah. And, oh boy, yeah, and I think we've barely scratched the surface, but I think we can get there. What's that Reddit one again? Um, spaced what?
2: Space dicks backslash r backslash s p a c e d i
1: c k s all right all right what's
3: ahead. the what's the is it like dinosaurs fuck trucks or whatever that's like one of them too isn't it
1: oh i don't know I don't, something i'm, I'm like that. so interested in that what is that
3: i think it might be dragons fuck trucks can somebody tweet in what the weird reddit thing is Dragon. i don't know why i know the weird reddits but i don't know like the normal ones that other people know
2: <laughs> um I'm just surprised this hasn't happened more often with yeah. people with the comments on YouTube pages and what, right. whatever the the vitriol that flies around Twitter like that. How come people aren't just blowing their brains out every day? Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, like, it's also I think it's well, also kind,
1: it's kind cars of cars fucking dragons
3: cars
2: fucking dragons.
3: OK, Ooh.
2: this is the weirdest, like,
3: two conversations I'm having at once. Sorry, so. go, on go, right on. go on. I'm sorry. No, no. It's OK. I just had to point that out. Um yeah well, I think it's also like what is our legal system for? Is it designed to punish or is it designed to like help society and I think you know what benefit does society get out of punishing this this teenager and I think it is minimal, frankly,
1: yeah, and it also it gets into the idea of forgiveness like what is how valuable is punishment to to society like yeah like you know in in Other countries that there are several countries that don't have capital punishment and that release murderers after a certain amount of time, like in Japan, there's like a uh, there was a murderer who uh, I think we talked about on the show, but like after you know twenty thirty years, he was released. He got a job and he went back to work, and you could say that that's an injustice. But if he comes back into society and is like a productive member of it, and he doesn't commit any more crimes, doesn't that mean that? The prison system worked mm-hmm. or is it is it to reform the 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 violator or is it to give quote-unquote justice to the victims
2: right i'm sure this girl is never going to tell anyone to kill themselves again yeah I mean, yeah she's she's yeah. learned her lesson
1: and you know she's a skinny white girl so she'll probably not see any prison time
2: but why ruin her life with the stigma like why
1: it's yeah well yeah i mean there do have to be consequences for your actions but it's
3: But like it's what how do the consequences fit in this case, I think is a valid question, because it's like the consequence here is that she does a stupid thing that is not necessarily legislated against. Right. But we interpret it as, well, it fits within the thing because we the thing that she did was so bad in our view. But it's like the law can't just be like, well, this was like a bad case. So we're going to bend it to we're going to bend it like Beckham to make sure you go to jail.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I, I think that we are so prosecutorial in this country that we really, like, we, we have this weird idea of justice that isn't necessarily mm-hmm. good for society. Oh,
2: she's totally Martha Stewart. She's being prosecuted for how outrageous the internet is and what people say to our yeah. beloved president, you know, I mean, everything. Like, it's she's being made an example. Like, you, there are some ramifications for your actions, but... Uh, attempted murder or involuntary manslaughter, like. Eh.
1: So, uh, at the top of the show, when I said that this is a, a comedy podcast, I, yeah, I, I lied. I'm so sorry, people. Oh,
2: we're still on the air.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we're still oh, going. Jesus people Christ. are complaining about this, and just like, oh,
2: well, talk. Tell us
3: about the trucks and the dragons. around. Hey, tell
1: us about the trucks and the dragons. <laughs> uh, it's just pictures of dragons and cars having sex. Yep, with um. Titles like uh, "Pound That Dragon's Pussy" <laughs> mm. <laughs> and and we did another one eighty. Thank yeah, you, everyone. Exactly. Yes. Um. Yeah. You, uh, people can go on. It's yeah. it, it's not that it's not that bad. Uh, we have actually we do have a last minute um email from Not Sure uh, who says, uh, "Do you think at least one jihadi person was just suicidal and ending it on their own terms?" <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I I think that those people are very fervent in their beliefs right. uh, that they're doing something that is for the greater perverted good, you know. Um, yeah,
2: thank God this kid in Massachusetts didn't kill a bunch of people, you know. Yeah. He just killed himself.
0: Yeah. It yeah. have been worse. I
1: don't understand that. Um, and, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand, like, the the guy. Well, no, I— I mean I I guess that guy in um in Virginia with the at the baseball practice. Mm. Uh he I think he believed he was doing something good and he yeah, he, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was a, he's no. a nut job. Yeah. Um and I think that he sort of self-radicalized in in his own stupid way. Um but um
2: fucking Bernie Bros
1: yeah, exactly. So, Seriously. so violent. Um I'm I'm with her. With with who? I don't know. Gal Gadot.
2: I don't know. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder tr- the president. I'm, I'm trying to desperately pivot this back to something yeah. less You know what's really
1: funny yeah. about uh, Wonder Woman is, you know, Gal Gadot is Israeli and she mm-hmm. in all the interviews, everything that she's done, she has a a very pronounced Israeli accent. And so what they did in – and this is not a spoiler, but in like – it starts out on Paradise Island. I forget the the weird, stupid name for it. But um, all the denizens of there speak with like Robin Wright and Connie Nielsen. Uh, they all speak with this sort of like vague Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> and it's like to justify while Gal Godot <laughs> speaks – with this uh this israeli accent it's pretty hilarious they're like oh you know what we'll get speech coaches for everybody else gal you just stand there do your wonder woman thing do your bracelet thing and then
2: talk it's sort of like looper you know they they, instead of making uh bruce willis look like uh what's his face they made what's his face look like bruce willis yeah yeah like it's it's probably a lot a lot easier yeah and bruce willis is like how much to
1: deal with how much makeup i gotta do yeah why does like there's a movie with Bruce Willis and John Cusack in it, or or is it Nick Cage and John Cusack? I don't know, but like the like those three guys are just uh, must have some weird tax problems or or divorce problems where they just need to get quick cash Cause Yes.
3: Nick Cage is like established
1: uh, issues, I think, because didn't he like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
2: yeah. He's well, going all the way back to Tiptoes because I was working oh. at Gary Oldman's company. He owed a million dollars to the IRS. And um, it's there's now a Johnny Depp lawsuit. There's an Alyssa Milano lawsuit where they're suing their business managers for putting them into these financial dire straits. And I kind of watched it happen. And I think his producing partner kind of like let it happen. So he'd be you, you got a check. You got to write for a million dollars. Uh, let's do some movies. And who could, you know, he, the actors are at that level are notoriously picky. And when you owe money. Gets you, gets you real not picky. So I think the movie Tiptoes like, paid his full quote. Oh, there you go. And like, oh. So he basically did it because he needed the money.
1: So basically, we if you want to cast a, a movie with stars, just check out some bad tax returns. Who's being movie. audited, right? Yeah. yeah, but what is John Cusack? I mean, is he that bad at at taxes? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can look at that well, guy.
2: Well, but uh, look at the De Niro thing, because I was just... Trying to figure out why he would do this terrible movie, this tone deaf, gross out comedy that any, you know, so many better actors of his age who are actually funny would have been great in. And he just, you know, owns a restaurant, he's got a, uh, a nut to, cu- to carry every month with a bunch of assistants and producing partners, and they've got offices in Soho, and, you know. I, I don't think. Movie stars are as rich as you think they are.
1: I guess not, but you know, you just get a steady if you do enough movies, you get a steady stream of income just from residuals that anybody could live off
2: of. No, they don't get residuals. They get they get bought out. Uh-huh. At that level, there's they're they're not collecting checks for being above the title. I mean, you get you're getting 4 or 6 million dollars, but as as I sat in a meeting as a young 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 lad watching it be explained to Gary Oldman to get a million dollars, you have to earn 2 million. Right. You know, he's just like, Oh great. I'm going to make 2 million on this movie. I'm getting $2 million. Like, no, you're getting a million dollars. So it's half immediately oh, because of managers, agents and taxes, and right. Ex wives.
3: So I think Robert De Niro does genuinely think that he is fun. Like he is this really funny guy. Like I think he thinks these roles are funny. I have to believe that because like he's been in, he was in this, he was in that movie about going to Las Vegas. I think he was in, he was just in that movie, the comedian. Like, I think he thinks that these are funny movies or funny scripts and he's like the funny guy to carry
2: them. Maybe, but I, I yeah, he definitely, at, at his, at his age and his, you know, his level of, of, of ability, he's taken jobs. He's, oh, sure. he needs, he needs to work.
1: Uh, I heard some interview with um, some comedian who had, like, a bit part in, like, one of these uh, movies. I forget which one, uh, but it was, like, a Christian Slater, like, direct to VOD thing. Mm -hmm. And at one point, like, Christian Slater just turned to him and said, like, you know, this one's just for, uh, you know, this one's just to pay the bills, you know, or something, (laughs) like, more clever than that. But it was just, like... this one's just it. ham and cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah he exactly. like a 20s gangster? Because, <laughs> you know, he talks like... Um,
2: well, remember 15 years ago, there was all this press about, you know, Denzel Washington gets 20 million for this crappy thriller. You know, like the the, the game plan was you receive recognition in your craft. You win an Oscar or you, you know, big indie movie that... Oh my god, John Travolta, I forgot about him. He's great. And then the next thing he does after Pulp Fiction is like a John Woo action movie where he gets paid. And I, those paydays are gone.
1: Yeah.
2: No one makes 20 million dollars a movie. Um, now, Robert Downey Jr. does cuz he owns like the back end. Right, of, that's what you, you know, have to
1: do. You have to do like a the Yeah, the but
2: you're signed up for 10 of them and he ain't doing anything else and this he will play Tony Stark until he's too old and that'll be it. But yeah. He is the outlier. You know, he's like, there's not just a movie every weekend with a $20 million movie star who can open it. Uh, clear, clearly, no one saw Baywatch.
1: Oh, They're like, oh, wow. how much should we pay The Rock? <laughs> um, Nicolas Cage has seven movies coming out this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. In 2017, seven movies Arsenal, Vengeance, The Love Story, The Humanity Bureau, Mom and Dad, Looking Glass, Number 211, and Inconceivable.
2: The funny thing, look a little deeper and see how many are produced by Avi Lerner, because he makes all of those straight to VOD, one name over the title, probably an action genre, blah, blah, blah. Nick Cage is half the budget, the other half is, you know, cars. production, cars blowing up.
1: Uh, he does the Expendable movies. Yeah. Did, you, did he do Twinkle Toes or whatever?
2: Tiptoes? Tip-toes? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, they were called Langley Productions.
1: My god, that guy, this guy has a zillion movies, com- uh, like that's insane. Um Cage. No, 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 Avi Lerner.
2: Avi Lerner is like the uh the
1: Weinstein of
2: B movies.
1: Hmm. Um, one of the executive producers on Wonder Woman, Steve Mnuchin. Do you know who he is? Yeah, who is he? He's the Secretary <laughs> of the Treasury. <laughs> So, so Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Who is he? I know him. Who is he again? Yeah. He's the one who, who basically made a zillion dollars out of people's failed mortgages. Great. Yeah. So give him a movie credit. Yep. He's earned it. Yep. Uh, all right. So, we're going to start wrapping up here. I think we've hit rock bottom. I hopefully got a little little lighter at the end talking about all these <laughs> movie stars' failed careers. Yeah. That's so funny. Isn't so, it funny?
3: So much fun to discuss the failures of others. Yes.
1: Oh, so schadenfreude for you. Um, Steve? Yes, anything sir. Anything fun going on? Uh, I saw your, your buddy Alex Jones got uh, interviewed by Megan Kelly over the weekend. Nobody watched it. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares, cares about him. Yeah, I think... They people were just like, oh, she failed. But I think that nobody gives a shit about Alex Jones except for the people who listen to Alex Jones. Like, yeah, he's it's
2: entertainment. He's not a journalist. He's yeah. a kook. Yeah, he's he's a millennial Rush
1: Limbaugh. Um, have you come she up with crazy. any good conspiracies for him to, to delve into?
2: Well, now that we fucked out the Newtown massacre, um, we're gonna say that nine uh, eleven never happened and the towers are still there
1: right because wow, it's,
2: it's mirrors
1: cloaking device yeah that's it's, it's <laughs> darpa it's all
2: darpa it's all darpa they're controlling your mind
3: <laughs> well wow,
1: that's great yeah. i like that one
3: yeah. i would honestly not even be surprised and
2: michael moore is just obama in a sort of michael moore costume that's something we're working on that uh, i would believe actually never see the two of them in the same room together <laughs> see look at you we'll get you on the show yeah. all right good we don't have a we don't have any uh, alt-right asians uh, Which would be a better band name than the, the Slants? <laughs> that
1: is true. <coughs> That's my new band name. It's it's settled. A- Can you trademark a- ARA? It? Yeah, I, I'm going to try to trademark it. I'll say like, no, we can't trademark this because it's not true. Uh, there are no alt <laughs> <Asians." laughs> This is this is too denig- fictional. This is denigrating to the alt right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you're still working on that, um, and and you're still meeting with companies, right? Me? Yeah,
2: I, I, I think I got a job, so that'll that'll oh, line good. me. Fingers crossed. Okay, that'll oh. slide me back into L.A. and I can forget this horrific, all right, night, nightmare that was living in Texas. Can you hire me? Uh, I will try. Okay, thanks. All right. See, you can do that to me. Why can't you do that to your huge showrunner friends? I know. Or they're, do you? And they say
1: they're like eh. they're like. Uh, uh, and, uh, we got you that one line on 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 friends 25 years ago yeah, Come on. It, can't, can't uh, they I've been there done that and you know we we that whole window of opportunity bricks and mortar <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay this is what you do and this is going to be racist but we'll close out the show with a racist Asian tirade you do a movie from the point of view of the character in the movie Fargo who is Asian and as lunch with Marge. Steve,
1: you and ran, you ran the guy from Mad TV? Or not Mad TV. He was uh, <laughs> in Living Color.
2: Oh, he did that already?
1: No, no, no. That, that was the actor from In Living Color.
2: Oh, oh. Yeah. But you, you we do a whole side universe about him and his, his world. Like Fargo 2.0. All
1: right. I'm in.
2: Which, by the way, if you're not watching, is... Fucking fantastic. Yeah.
1: So basically, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Fargo. Yeah,
2: that could yeah, be Fargo Asian Asian more. Rosencrantz. Yeah. Again, a better band name than The Slants.
1: <laughs> I think that one might be a little deep. I can't even say <laughs> Rosencrantz, so, you know. Yeah,
2: you just did. Damn it. I yeah. can't even be a good Asian. <laughs> yeah, they have you come into an audition. Just say Rosencrantz. Rosencrantz. Oh, I can't do it.
1: No can do. No can
2: do. Let me try again. Guildenstern the Ritter, Oh, too bad. <laughs> I haven't busted the Asian accent out in a while I know
1: I've been trying That's all people have been waiting for While
2: I was in your house I did it all I I went I go to this room now Now I'm here okay Now I go back to other room
1: And that's why the dogs listen to you (laughs) The dogs
2: now respect me
1: Steve Park that's his name
2: Uh, Time to watch TV in TV room
1: (laughs) Keep going keep going I'm with you
2: So fun I do have to admit, while I was walking around Beijing, China, I did just make funny Asian sounds.
1: You just are making Mickey so uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm laughing. Okay. Uncomfortably.
2: Like People look at me like, you're not saying anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just know. an ugly American. I'm an ugly American.
1: Where's my tea? Yeah. Yeah. Where's my geisha? Uh, it's China, sir. <laughs> Uh, okay, like, <laughs> that's a good one to go out on. Uh, Mickey, yeah. do you have anything to plug? Anything? Did um, you get a Did you get a tape of your of your sketch thing? I did not. Oh uh, well, actually, didn't...
3: somebody might have taped one of them because they ran for a full weekend, so I can check with my. Yeah, brother. I want to.
1: We, we all want to see it. Yeah. but we don't want to have to go to Westwood. So no, you're good.
3: Uh, uh, no, yeah. So, other than that, yeah, I've got like a lot of <laughs> little things lined up, and nothing huge yet. Maybe something coming soon, that I can't talk about yet.
1: All right, cool. Uh, so, Steve, we're, our fingers are crossed for your job. Um, and thank you. Oh, yeah, great. This is this is what we, he's got a vocoder thing or whatever. Oh, thank you. What? Oh, wait. No, I thought that was an electronic thing. No. Um, Chris Miller wants a job too. I'm making fun of deaf people
2: because they don't listen to podcasts.
1: <laughs> is this and, thing put
2: out in braille? Does, oh, does Darren God. type this up? In
1: braille? <laughs> Mickey literally <laughs> has his hands. In front of his face. <laughs> He's so and <laughs> um, Oh come appalled. on, man. Alright, alright, that's a good one to go out on. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Th- right. See you next Tuesday.
0: if that bust hit that fuck. and that fuck. the that fuck. Bap, 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 that bap, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, been a production of smodco internet radio